Uh, I like this nibble. I use the, yeah. that's my backup mic. I use the Blue Yeti. Is that one any good? Oh yeah, yeah. Blue it's Yeti? basically the same, like, it's the same company. It's the same, uh, it's the same, you know, build and quality. It's just like yeah. a slightly bigger version is all it is. Hey, thanks for the swag, man. Yeah, I'll uh, pin them up. I'll probably figure either I put them over there or I'll pin them up right here for their background, you know? Yep. I always like taking little stuff from people and putting it on the background. Yeah, man, I always like to get weird shit made for my podcast because <coughs> then, you know, if I die or whatnot, there'll be, like, memory of it actually existing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if you know, we already started. All right, on. <laughs> cool. I don't have an intro music yet. I'm going to work on that, but do you have an intro to your, to your podcast? Yeah, yeah, I just use some uh, royalty-free music. Mm-hmm. and uh, Like, I, like I, know, I know a DJ... A rap artist, DJ Pre K. Cool. I've had him on the show a couple of times, and he's told me about making. Yeah, dude, if you got a friend like that, me. you should get him to make something like real personal. Cause, yeah, I mean, like that—that's a cool thing to have. Um, and he's told me before. Last time he was on, he's like, "Just tell me, I'll make a theme song for you. Just write down the lyrics, what you want me to say." And I'm like, "Cool." Um, but I don't know how to set it up to where it plays on the computer, and then how to stop it. I mean. You would have to have some sort of way or somebody else, I think, to... Or, or you could just have it that it's the exact length you want it to be. Yeah. So that it just plays once, and then, you know, like, say it's 30 to 45 seconds mm-hmm. long or whatever, uh, and just have it, like, naturally fade out so that all you have to do is, like, when you hit record, hit play on the song, and mm-hmm. then it will just stop itself whenever it plays through. I don't know. I, I honestly, like, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that's the only thing. I just figure it out as I go that's along. The only, yeah, I've been doing that, too. That's the only <laughs> thing I don't know how to do it yet. And I know Twitch has a way to where you actually have uh, music playing um, before you even start. And it, like, notifies people that you're about to go live. And it gives them a couple a couple minutes so that they can um, so they can uh, log in and check it out. Um but I don't know how to utilize it that way. I really feel like I'm not using Twitch to its fullest uh, capabilities. I feel I can that, use it. Yeah. But how, how do you like Twitch? I, I don't really do much on Twitch at all. I have a Twitch channel, but like I barely use it, to be honest. Um, You know, uh, I like it because it's just how I do it, I guess. Sure. Yeah, but like, as, far as, um, as far as uh, they have rules, and I kind of ignore the rules. That's fair. Yeah, I really don't care. Um, for that. the most part, the people who watch on Twitch are like, um, watch me get shut down after me saying this. <laughs> the people, yeah, the people that are watching are usually like friends that know and go watch live. So they're not going to report you? No. And that's no. like the only policing is if somebody yeah. like complains about you. Yeah, but like, I don't think I'm big enough to where they actually carry it to where somebody's watching it. and I'm fine with Dude, that I, I live so much of like my like decision making process in yeah. that exact way it's like eh if I do this nobody's really gonna notice and if they do like I, I'll mark that as a success because yeah, I mean, like, like, it, I got big enough for people <laughs> to care which is cool like I, I like it The you know I like I have subscribers on Twitch and, and I don't know if they watch or not but like uh, my views on Twitch it looks like what 594 and I, don't, I think that's like, uh, I'm not sure if that's per episode or whatever that is, but, um, and then I have, like, if I combine all my views together, it's like maybe about 1,500. Oh, okay. Because I have, cool. you know, I have 
600 Thank here. you so much. Watch out for the mic and make the loud booming noise. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. You're amazing. Um, like here, and this is the first time I actually go through it because you're a fellow uh, podcaster, so you understand the struggle of getting people to watch, new people to watch that don't know you. It's hard, dude. Real hard. Um, and you have a good thing, like you do the, the Simpsons thing. Yeah, I've been doing the, it's called Best Darn Diddly, D-I-D-D-L-Y um, for like three years now. Let me, let me pause right there in the sure. conversation yeah. because we're really getting into it and I haven't even talked about my sponsor yet. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. dude, yeah, do your, do your podcasting thing. Okay, okay, Talk okay. Talk about it. Uh, what's up everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Rudynomics Podcast. Um... Today, my guest is Miles Francis. Hey, so glad to be here. Yeah, he's a fellow comedian and host of the, what's the podcast? Name? Best Darn Diddly, D-I-D-D-L-Y. The Best Darn Diddly uh, podcast, and that is about The Simpsons, uh, which I am hoping to get on it, and also am very interested. Thank you, Lama. You're the best. You really me. are. That's amazing. Thank you. She put salt on the rim and yeah. like the line, my, uh, and this is a fancy She's my class. lovely assistant slash Thank you. girlfriend. Um, where was I? Okay, I was introducing you. Talk about your podcast. You guys talk about your sponsor. Uh, I'm about to, yeah. Okay, talk to my, cool. About my sponsor. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Anchor app. Uh, if you guys want to check out the Anchor app and don't catch the, just want to catch the audio. I'm also on Spotify. Uh, all of it, the Rudynomics podcast, R U D Y. What's that line? <laughs> underscore? No, not the underscore. The other one. Slash. Hyphen? Slash? Is it, is it straight across yeah, or straight is it across. diagonal? That's no. a hyphen. 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 Yeah. Hyphenomics podcast. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm less offended that oh. you didn't know the name of my show. Now. <laughs> like, you're still figuring out your own show. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, this all, it's all, we're also brought to you by... Uh, Hempies. 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 Love the hemp people. The Hempies. New, yeah, they're the new sponsor to the podcast. And if you uh, go shop there at Hempies here in uh, Collins Cooper. Coop Cooper uh, off of uh, Cooper in Arlington. Uh, we mentioned you heard about it through the podcast. You get, I think, 15% off. Dude, so actually I wanted to talk to you about Arlington because like mm-hmm. I, I agreed to come out here into the pocket. I'm super happy to be here. But you're like, yeah, I live in Arlington. Mm-hmm. And like for people that don't live in Arlington like myself, I just assumed that Arlington was Six Flags, the ballpark, and Cowboy <laughs> Stadium. So I like assumed I was going to Jerry World to yeah. like, you know, talk with you on there. But no, like Arlington is really big. Like, it kind of is. If you, it's really spread out. If you have to go through Arlington and just take the main roads, yeah, it's, it takes forever. Uh, you can't even see the Texas Giant from here. No. Yeah, like, that's crazy to me. Like, anytime I'm in Arlington, like, my point of mm-hmm. knowing where I am is like, oh, there's the roller coasters. Now I know which direction to go. Well, the good thing about Arlington is that it's surrounded by highways. Yeah. So it's, that's true. It's got a lot of highways. If, um... If you're trying to get somewhere, point A to point B, if it's not like traffic hour, um, Monday through Friday, let's just say it's like 10 o'clock at night and you try to get to the other side of the Arlington, you just get on one of the highways and just go around. I imagine that's not bad for doing the open mic scene, because I mean, I know you've got a couple of places that have open mics here in Arlington, mm-hmm. plus, uh, like you said, you just hop on whichever highway goes in the direction you need to. You can pretty easily get to Dallas. You can pretty easily get to Fort Worth. Yeah. Uh, and all the little, uh, you know, communities in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hop on the highway. I mean, yeah. 
it's not like I'm in the middle of Arlington. I'm like, tw- you know, Highway 20 is a little bit south from here, maybe three, four minutes south. Yeah, I would say you're closer to Fort Worth. It seems like you're closer to Fort Worth than you are to... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort Worth, yeah. Uh, Fort Worth is probably like 30 minutes, and Dallas is like 35, 40. Right on. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Ampies. Oh, and they gave us some. Uh, they gave me a product to try out, which Sweet. I'm going to try out. They want me to try out these grapes. Uh, have you had these yet? What are they? They're, uh, they're the little cones. Uh, I mean, I've had the cones. I don't know that I've had this brand. Well, this one is... Um, it's flavored. They're they're uh, great. Tasty puff, tasty tips. So they're okay. uh, this one's grape flavored. So uh, once we're done inter- uh, doing a little introduction, uh, we'll I'll do a start. product review right on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they asked me about that. They're like, can you do a review of the products? And I was like, yeah. Whenever we get to that point. But since I didn't do it ahead of time, I'm gonna, while we're talking, I'm gonna go ahead and fix this for us. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm. I, like, it's embarrassing how bad I am at rolling joint. Like, even those pre-rolled cones that you just, like, <coughs> stuff them. Yeah. I fuck that up, like, all the time. I can't, like, I don't have the dexterity. I'm not really sure what it is. But well, I, I'm bad at rolling joints, too. Uh, by the way, this is all, you know, CBD. Yeah, um, oh, of course. We CBD live in a state where THC is legal, it. so there's absolutely no, or, what's the legal limit of THC here? It's definitely less it's like than. less than point. That I mean, I can tell by looking at that. There's definitely less than yeah, THC in that grass. But CBD is very good for you, and maybe one day I'll get a CBD sponsor. Yeah, that uh, seems like actually, a good thing. I I had a vape sponsor through Instagram, but I kind of they wanted me to buy their product, and then you know they'd give me a code number or code name or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could do it that way, but I was like, uh, would you do Rudy or what would you or do you have a um. Rudy seems like an easy thing to like type in and remember. Yeah, probably Rudy. Yeah. Um, so it's a comedy name anyway. Uh, I am looking for something to stuff these because this one didn't come with it. Okay, yeah. I might have a pen if that helps. You know what? First problem is that you do need something to stuff these. And the other one that I have came with it and this one doesn't. But that's okay because I'll just improvise. Alright guys? So, tasty tips. How about we... You want a pen? Put something would, that, would that help? That would help. Yeah. Pen in the Team pocket. Makes the dream work, Pen man. in the pocket, dude. Yeah, boy. Chicken, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> uh, okay, let me. Uh, uh, okay, so <clears throat> Miles, how long have you been doing comedy for? Well, I've been doing stand-up comedy specifically since March. Mm-hmm. So only about eight months, but I mean, I uh, I started doing improv before that, and uh, that that's a whole different animal. But you know. Still, still performing on stage, and then I've been doing my Simpsons podcast, which has an element of comedy to it. Like mm-hmm. we, we goof off and we chit chat and we do little skits and whatnot. Uh, and I've been doing that for like three years. So wait, did I hear that right? You've been doing the podcast before you did the sketch thing? Yeah. Oh, I started actually pod. So, but I actually love telling this story, so I'll tell it now. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I Let's started uh, with podcasting, right? And mm-hmm. I, I've always loved stand-up comedy, but I was always mm-hmm. afraid to do it because of how much I loved it. Like, yeah. if I failed at stand-up, it would, like, really bum me out. Versus, like, other shit, I don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Who cares if I fail at it? Uh, so, with that, I start this podcast about The Simpsons. Yeah. And I have, uh, I'm fortunate enough that I've actually had several Simpsons writers on my show now. In fact, what? tomorrow, Bill Oakley is going to be on to talk about Homer's Enemy. Uh, great conversation we had a few weeks ago. I edited it. It's coming out tomorrow. But yeah. the first Simpsons writer I had on the show was a woman <coughs> named Carolyn O'Meaning. 
Uh, she still works for the show to this day, and uh, she's she, a writer. She's, for a, the show? she's a writer for the show to this day. Mm -hmm. uh, season thirty-one currently airing right now, which is crazy. But uh, but yeah, so she comes on the podcast, and she's just so genuine, generous with her time. Excuse me, and uh, we had like a two-hour conversation, and when we were talking about how she got her start into the business, mm -hmm. she gave such a huge endorsement to improv comedy. She essentially said that out of everything that she ever did, she was in a band, she went to, uh, to school, she got her degree, mm -hmm. uh, all these various jobs, the number one thing she felt like launched her into her career was starting to take improv classes. Really? And doing improv performance. And like, I was kind of in a place there where I was like, just, you know, like, wanting to do anything I could to, to get that podcast going. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this as a sign. I'm going to go take improv uh, improv classes. Mm -hmm. And at the time, my entire purpose was just to make my podcast better. Like That that was my whole thought, is if I do improv classes, it'll help me be better on the fly whenever you know things aren't going smoothly on the show. I can help you know steer it back on track. But I ended up really enjoying it. It's something that I still do to this day. I, I perform on a troupe here in Dallas uh, called Denim. Yeah. Uh, have a couple of shows this month actually. And what's fun about improv is it's just silly make believe for adults. I mean, that's really all it is. Um, <laughs> but I got involved at Dallas Comedy House, and mm -hmm. uh, they also do stand up there. Uh, and you know, through some. Really, one, one thing I'll say about stand-up is, uh, in, or I'm sorry, about improv, mm -hmm. it's one of the most supportive things you can ever do. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, team-based type stuff, like, literally, it's all about support. Like, it's all about making the other people you're on stage with look good. And, like, fortunately, I had some, like, good improv mentors that kind of urged me to do the stand-up side of things, too. Yeah. And then once I had my first time on stage was uh, March of this year, man... It was just ground. It was all all speed or full speed ahead from that point on. It was all stand up, and I mean, I still enjoy improv. I still enjoy podcasting, but I am a stand up comedian. That is what I'm here to do. Like that's what I, I'm dedicated to become great at. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that you uh, you're able to find your niche. I guess you could say. I mean, your podcast is still doing pretty good. Right? Uh, and don't great. get me wrong. That's not a, a dig at Best Darn Did I love my podcast. It's mm -hmm. my, my baby for sure. I've worked really hard at it for, for years now. But I just, like, you know how it is. You're a comic. You, like, to me, I feel the most <coughs> alive. Yeah. When I'm on stage telling jokes and, like, it's going well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, actually, my last, uh, probably my last three or four sets... Yeah, I've all been going really good. Good, bro. I I actually haven't bombed in a week. Nice. Not going for I, you. I know. I mean, I'm gonna bomb eventually when I try some it new happens stuff. To everybody, of course, when yeah. I try some new stuff, but like lately, I've just. But you found a groove. I think I did. I think I might have a a little way of doing my thing. Good for you, man. Um, I've seen you. You're very funny. I can be. Just sometimes, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes, is that? Yes, I want to put it. Well, dude, you um, can tell the same the same set. Like in two different rooms, with the same energy and everything, but like for whatever reason, it just works at one and it doesn't at the other. Yeah, I actually had that problem happen recently. Yeah. Uh, not not this past week, but like two weeks ago, I was at Dusty's in Denver. Oh yeah, I know Dusty's very well. And I did my set there, a new set, first night trying it out, went really well. People laughed. People had a great time. Um. Ex 
uh, same set, maybe a few words here modified, maybe changed, maybe I left one or two things out, but you know, there's, you know, there's always stuff that you say is kind of irrelevant at the time. Sure. When you're first trying something out, um, and I, I, uh, I was at um, Zach Rippy's mic, Matt Hatter's with hey, a Mike. with a pretty good sized crowd, and pff, nothing really. Like maybe one laugh at one punchline. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, I I would think it would have worked better because there's more, there's a lot of people there. And, uh, it just didn't work there. I don't know what happened, but I'm still doing it, and it's... Yeah, you're alive. I've changed my, my cadence, not cadence, <coughs> my delivery on the jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is funny because I've been doing it with a, a glass of wine. Nice. Classy. And what I like about that is that when I need time to think... I'll just sip the wine, like I'm just like I'm just gonna sip this real quick, and then um and then it gives me a little bit a couple of seconds in my head to think of something. Uh, usually when I when I wanna, or like I, t I take a dramatic pause. Sure, yeah. No, <laughs> I've been using it two ways: a dramatic pause, and also when I need to think about what's the next thing I'm supposed to say. I'm trying to work on getting better at that. Actually, like that's one of my biggest critiques of myself. I re I'm, I know uh, we talk about it, but we I, I record most of my sets to try mm -hmm. to listen back to them and try to improve and whatnot. And uh, one of the things I always kind of want to like slap myself on the wrist for is if like you get into a stall and you do the thing where you're like, "Let's see," or "What do I want to talk about next?" Yeah, I feel like man. such a hat comic whenever I do that. But, I don't uh, like it either. It's hard to just stand there in the silence, like you, like you said, you got to find like a way to like get comfortable <coughs> with that and to do the, the long pause mm -hmm. and to look comfortable, even if inside your brain you're like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! What's the next thing that's supposed to come after this?" Oh yeah, there it is. You know what I also found for myself? That if... For one, I, I hear a lot of comments doing like, um, and... There's a word for that when a person does that. I forget what it is. I was learning in speech like class. Like stall words? No, nah, it's... It's like an actual, like, term. Yeah, it's an actual term for that, yeah. for that, for doing something like that. I learned it in speech class in college. I went to college, actually. What? Ah, I went nice. to college for like a year and a half. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> Not but, uh... <laughs> I don't like doing that. And so... So I, I found that, and also when I do something like that, I actually tend to get stuck more of what I'm thinking, rather, <laughs> because I'm saying, um, uh, and it just kind of drags it out even longer. Because right, I'm it's not, not like, like a flow word. Like <clears throat> no, but it's like, but, so I've noticed when, mm -hmm, I've noticed that when I'm talking, and I'm, and I'm, okay, what am I going to do next? I'll just take a sip, and by the time I'm done with the sip, it's already in my head. And I'm, I'm not, like, dragging on that pause. And I don't know. And I also used to um, I used to go up on stage sometimes and be like, uh, I don't really have anything I want to work on. So, and then uh, people would be like, ah. Like, uh, uh, what example? Oh, what's his name? Diaz. Uh, Diaz, 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 Diaz. Um. Oh, man, really, I don't want to describe him because to me, <laughs> if I describe him, <laughs> it's not really. He's very flamboyant. Yeah, uh, it's not. I, I, okay. I mean, there's like so many. I don't people. think flamboyant's the right word. He's to me, he's, not, he's like prissy. Interesting. Uh, Diaz, Diaz. Um, we'll have to look him up. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, shit, man. He runs the uh, the Sunday mic. The Sunday, man. He runs the Sunday uh, um, fix your thingy. 
Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know you're talking David. David Diaz, yeah, yeah. David Diaz. The Build-A-Bit over uh-huh, at the, the build a bit. Improv, Addison, or Addison Improv. Sorry, um, yeah, I know David, he's a good dude. Well, he used to, when they were doing it at Arlington Improv, they had their mics there. He used to pretty much... Oh, hold on, I want to... Flamboyant is definitely not the right word. No, no, not flamboyant at all. No, 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 it was not. It was not. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was prissy. It's, the word is prissy, but at least to me, it's a little prissy. Um. And uh, what was I saying? He um. Yeah, yeah. He used to run that mic, and I remember I would go up there and be like, I, I don't know what I'm gonna say, or I really not have anything I want to work on, and I remember. Hearing him and seeing him make comments, be like, ah, like, ah, oh, not this again, you know, type of thing. And uh, I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, man, that doesn't sound too professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how long, I mean, speaking of professional, how long have you been doing this whole thing? Um, almost two years. Damn, dude, on the yeah. grind. I see yeah. you all over the place in DFW, so. Yeah, I try to go everywhere. I yeah. try to rotate. Like I told you, I think I told you. A day or two. Was it yesterday? I told you that I want to rotate my mics more. Yeah, yeah. We were talking yeah, so at uh, Hyenas in Plano yesterday. Ready? Hell yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to come to your spot and do your mic. Oh yeah, you also run a mic. I do. Yeah, I do the Hat Tricks mic on Mondays out in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just took that mic over actually a little over a month ago. I started at the beginning of October, so almost two months now. Actually, it's been it's been going well though. I've. Uh, the biggest change I made is I started a roast challenge, which has been really fun. So basically how that works is every week we roast somebody and I get an audience member to be like the judge of who has the funniest roast. Uh-huh. And if you win, you get a $20 cash prize. But to claim your prize, you have to come back next week and be the person that gets roasted. And then you get your money. And then you get your money. And it kind of keeps it going perpetual. And then throughout the week, I get to, like, advertise, like, uh, like, so this week's winner was Vito Pernetti. He's a Fort Worth comic here. And he's a SoundCloud rapper. So I'm really hoping for a good turnout of people to come and bust his balls on Monday. And, uh, like I said, it's all in fun. It's all about having a good time. Comics all make fun of each other in like a very loving way, but we say really terrible shit. So it's uh, it's really fun. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. When we're outside, just hanging out. Yeah. Here's why I'm, I'm confused, or it kind of intrigues me that we don't do this a little bit better. Um, we don't heckle each other on stage, like. In a, in a positive, fun way. And I see when it does happen, it's very fun. I'm not saying do it all the time, but I, I feel like if you're on stage and, like, it's, you know, these are mics and, and maybe there would be a time where it's just mostly us comics. And, and uh, if you have a funny heckle, um, it could, like, help that comic should, in the future. I think it'd be, forward, I think it'd yeah. be, it'd be fun to just say it. Because I had, I don't. Do you know who Nick Guerra is? Yeah, Nick yeah. Guerra. I had him on the podcast a couple, like a couple months ago. Uh, and you know he's been doing it for thirteen years. Wow, yeah. He's in LA. He's traveled all throughout the U.S. And he was telling me about what it was. You know how the comics has changed so much since he was here. Because um, he started off in, in Fort Worth Hyenas. Nice. And uh, so he's a Fort Worth comic. You know, Fort Worth. He's a he's a Hyenas comic, and then he moved moved on. But he was telling me like, like man, it's changed so much. Like we used to like, 
like we used to just go into each other when we were when, like on stage on stage yeah, yeah just funny. go we would just like yeah just fuck with each other and heckle each other all the time because you know that's the crowd was also a lot smaller the, the comedy crowd was smaller like the comics mm-hmm. he said it's, Dude, it's D- a lot bigger DFW has a huge huge open mic comedy scene like do. Com- compared to some other I mean obviously LA New York Chicago mm-hmm. they trump us of course probably Atlanta um, but like if you just go to like any random city and I mean even Houston like we have such a thriving mic scene right now mm-hmm. but yeah I, I hear what you're saying like there's there is like we bust each other's balls outside uh, or off stage but definitely on stage, there seems to, I mean, I think there's definitely a respect side to it. And even what you're talking about isn't a disrespect thing. But nowadays, it's just people would get so, so upset about, oh my God, you talked during my set. I only got five minutes and you talked during 45 seconds of it. You ruined my night. And it's just like, dude, come on. <laughs> <coughs> I've never heard somebody actually say that. No, but like, I'm being um, extreme, but still. But I. I kind of feel like it builds a little camaraderie between all of us comics, and um, you know, I think it you know it would improve us a little bit, and also make our skin a little tougher because we are gonna be heckled when we start working happen. with real crowds. And uh, so I like feel all like comedy clubs encourage drinking, and drinking makes people assholes. Yeah, so like, uh, and uh, I just feel like um, not everybody's gonna be prepared for when it happens when that time comes. And, sure. And, uh... kind of sucks. I feel that. Yeah, it's interesting that you have that perspective where he was able to reflect on, like, this location, this scene, mm-hmm. but, like, a decade removed. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's interesting to hear that it's changed that much. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're two years in, I'm not even a year in, so... Yeah, and, and even with me... Well, no, it hasn't changed too much for me since when I first started. Not too much yet. Uh, some people have came and gone. That, is, that has happened. I've seen some people come and gone. Sure. Um, and it sucks because uh, a few of them, I, I, one or two of them I know I liked. And uh, I was hoping to see them more often. And, yeah, they kind of it's off. weird when you like you make these like friends that you see in short doses. Like you, you know, It's like you travel to the same mics and you see them for a few minutes before and after. And you do a little bit of razzing. And yeah, and it's just like, you, even in the short time I've been in it, it's just like, weird when somebody just kind of disappears like they're just like they're there one week and then they just ain't there anymore what's really weird is when you like you'll see them like one yeah like you said one week and then then, then you don't see them for a while next time you see them they're like you're like god damn you put on weight <laughs> yeah. maybe you should back on drugs bro <laughs> i went sober jesus christ man what you replace it with fucking McDonald's burgers? <laughs> <coughs> I shouldn't say that. I'm a fat ass myself. Yeah, it's fine. I grew up fat. We we get it. by growing up fat and dealing with all the bullying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I have the right to make fat jokes. It's, it's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I grew up chunky, also. Uh, probably like up until like ninth or tenth grade, but. Uh, I grew up north, and there was always like a little. Uh, every time I say I grew up north, and I'm, like, people ask me like, "Where'd you grow up?" I was like, "Iowa." It's like that's Midwest. I was like, "Yeah, but literally, but it's also but nor- literally it's also from north. where we're at, it is north." Sure. Um, yeah, I want so in Iowa. What was you grew? That's where you said you grew up. Mm-hmm. 
What was like the worst you were uh, like weight wise? Like what was like the fattest that you were? You know what? I'm not sure because I never actually weighed myself. And um, I should know this because they would weigh us in gym <laughs> at least once a year. But I know I remember that I was like one. I think a 190 when I was in like 8th grade 7th or 8th grade Dude when I was in 8th grade I was almost 300 pounds And I wore Shut a 44 up. waist What? Yeah Four, Size what? 44 waist Almost and how I was much? 300 pounds 300 pounds? Yeah That was in 8th grade What the hell are you eating dude? <laughs> you know honestly what it was more than anything Was uh It was soda Like I used to soda. drink so much just Dr. Pepper And Mountain Dew And uh, I know, like, people are going to come at me because of, like, there's so many other issues with the diets, but, like, legit, like, for a summer, I drink nothing but water, mm-hmm. and the weight just melted off. Yeah. And now, when I do have soda, I drink diet soda. Uh, and I know, like, but, that's probably going to put holes in my brain, but, like, at least I won't be obese. So but, I'm good with it. 300 pounds. 300, dude. 44 waistband. Like, that's, like, I could, we could both get in those pants together. Jesus, Miles. Yeah, I, mean, I, nuts, look, I can picture a, an adult being that much weight. Yeah, but it, it, it like it boggles my mind when it's a child. Like, well, a kid, I mean, like yeah, a, I was. What, I'm like five 12, ten now. 13? So what? Eighth grade? How old are you in eighth grade? I don't eighth even grade, know. you're like thirteen. No, I, I think I'd be like uh, fourteen because like I, I'm an early birthday in the school year. I'm a birthday in September, so and I got my driver's license in tenth grade. So okay. yeah, I, I was probably about fourteen. Okay, so. But yeah, 13, 14, right in that area, like, that was just, you know. Yeah, no, I I, I can't say anything. Well, no, I can say anything to bullying because you had, I could see how you're weight bullied. I wasn't that much weight bullied, but I was a little racial bullied. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Mexican in, in, o, in, o, in Ohio, uh, Idaho, excuse me. Yeah. In Iowa. Oh, Iowa, 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 Iowa. Iowa. excuse me. <laughs> Fuck it, up north. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I got a little, I got heckled a little bit for, uh, Hispanic. Um, is your fan like how, how did that like how do you end up as a Hispanic person up in Iowa? Iowa? Yeah. Um, something happened and my sisters won't tell me. Okay. They they it's like a I guess it's like a taboo thing that happened in the family. But apparently it has something to do with my two younger brothers' dad because they have a different dad than I do. Okay. And I have a different dad than my other my other siblings are uh, older than me. Uh, I'm in I'm in a funny spot. Um. I'm within eight years, right in the middle, uh, that my mom had me. I have, you know, four years from my youngest, or my younger brothers, and four years from my older brother. And you're just dead in the middle. And I'm just dead in the middle. That's and my cool. mom won't tell me what the fuck happened. Interesting. And, she, and they try to tell me that my dad is the same guy that's my other um, sibling's dad. And I'm like, I don't think so. Because if she separated from my, from, um... But my older brother's dad, <clears throat> she mean that means that four years went by and she just thought, you know what? I'll give him another try. And they had a baby with him. No, no, something happened. She she met somebody, and uh, and and I, I'm also like I'm the tallest one in my family. Um, I do have a, you know, I have the family resemblance because my mom has very predominant. Um, genes in that in certain things and, and you know we all kind of look like our mom in a way sure um, so uh, 
yeah. So and they're trying. They try to tell me like, no, no, he has another kid by this lady, and the kid looks just like you. I was like, yeah, he's Mexican. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could go to Mexico, and there's a ton of me over there. <laughs> It's only that I'm in Idaho is why I look yeah. like the outlier. <coughs> so, um, so something happened, and um, Iowa, whatever. And, and in order, and I remember when I was a kid, I remember hearing him screaming on the outside of the house, and I woke up to that, and um, stuff was happening. Oh, that's my friend Gio. Let me let him know real quick. Oh, we got we got guests. Yeah, cool. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. Yeah, just uh, sit right there. Whatever, dude. Oh, do you want to grab a beer first? Yeah, yeah, dude. Go grab a beer first, man. Here's my homie, Gio. What's up, man? Um, He was actually my roommate for like eight years before I moved into this house. Oh, cool. Yeah. Fucking eight years, man. Uh, well, maybe seven years, but whatever. Who cares about the semantics? It was a minute. Um, do you have a bottle opener? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... So uh, he asked me if he can come by. Also, uh, I don't mean to put this out there, Gio, but he's recently, he's recently separating from his uh, wife. Um, actually, we're going through a divorce. So okay, well, okay, divorce. Ready to, ready to make it. Okay, so, um, <laughs> so because I, I, I have a lot of love for this man, uh, so when he's like, can I come hang out? I don't want to be like, no, I'm doing something. Uh, no, no, come hang out. You know, don't be by yourself. I know it's a hard time for you. Okay, hang out. See a third you know camera, what? bro. I'm going to let the dogs inside. Because right. I don't like that barking. Uh, what were we talking about, though? Honestly, I have no idea. But I'm digging the shit out of this skull book thing you have happening right here. <laughs> and I also really like dogs. So I'm probably going to get hella distracted if they come over here. Uh, oh, my spells book thingy? Yeah, this that. is dope. Yeah, I bought that uh, like a Halloween ago. And I just keep it out just because it looks cool. Dude, I, Halloween is my absolute favorite. Like, it is, I, right. I, you dress up for Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, I'm a scare actor. I, uh, I was a cannibal for Fright Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done that the last couple of years. And honestly, before that, I would build like little miniature haunted houses or walk through things in my driveway yeah. for like trick-or-treaters to come through. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm... Arguably more obsessed than I should be with Halloween, but I, I absolutely like you know how some people have like rooms in their house that are like Christmas like the whole year. Mm-hmm. If I had the wait, wait, what do you mean the whole year? You've never heard of it, dude. There are people that literally have a room in their house that is Christmas mm-hmm. the whole year. Like it's just like the Christmas room year yeah. round. But in like honestly, if I had enough money to do so, like the comedy ever, like, if I get that Netflix special. I'm gonna have a fucking uh, a like Halloween room. It's just like just, Halloween stuff year round. You should just keep like your one of your like if you get a, a, a bigger or a nice a size house, you can have like two living rooms technically. Sure. And one living room could be like a the, Halloween. The haunted the haunted living room. Yeah. No, I like I would have like old like little animatronic stuff that would just like sure, pop out yeah. at people and like. Like you yeah. can walk in there and just have things pop out and scare you a little bit or you can have the regular table. But yeah, I love scaring, uh, honestly, but I bet you as anything, much or more than I do making people laugh. I bet you anything, though, if you get married, you're never gonna, she's never gonna let you do that. Yeah, I'm married. <laughs> so it's, uh, that's, Wait, you're married? That's a problem, yeah. You're married? <laughs> I didn't know you are married. I am. What? Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. It's been over a decade, so it's like past that point. Holy shit, man. Yeah. How old yeah. are you, man? I'm old, bro. I'm 34. 
God, man, man, I'm two years older than you, man. <laughs> You're old as shit, dude. No, uh, honestly, you don't look it either. I, and I, I get it commonly. People are always like, you're not in your 20s? And I'm just like, no, I'm yeah. past that decade. I think... Uh, you're, so you're uh, 36? I think that I think a benefit of being chubby when you're younger, when you lose the weight as an adult, you, you actually look a little younger than the rest Maybe of Maybe that's you. it. Yeah, that's the secret. People, yeah. Get fat now, kids. Yeah, get You'll fat have now, healthy kids. skin when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys, did I introduce you? Yeah, we met. Okay, yeah, Miles Francis, co- uh, comic here with the, you know, comic, and also the host of his own podcast, um, called the Best Darn Diddly Podcast. Podcast or just review show? Either, honestly. Okay. Best Darn Diddly is what it is on everywhere. It's bestdarndiddly.com, and all the handles are Best Darn Diddly. Cool. I don't know, honestly, I just don't know if I ever officially decided if it was just Best Darn Diddly or the Best Darn Diddly Podcast or the Best Darn Diddly Review Show, so we'll just take them all. It's like up. it's like having like the dot com, the dot net, uh-huh. and the dot edu or whatever. I don't think you can get one of those unless you're an educational institution. But either way, yeah. Um, what uh, what other formats are your podcasts on? Is it on, do you dude? It's like everywhere. You have a YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. Mister, my YouTube and everything else. All my social media is Mister Most Days Off. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe to your channel, man. Uh, yeah, I just subscribed to you, actually. Oh, you, and I was you. figuring out what the hell I was getting myself into with this show. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch any previous episodes? I did, dude. Um, I'm actually... I, I want to go back, because I, I didn't have enough time to like give it the full attention, but uh, I, I listened to the one with Ruth Banks you had recently, mm-hmm. and then uh, the one I'm, I would also really like to finish that just barely got started is uh, uh, Chris German. Oh yeah, pro re- dude. I love wrestling. Oh really? So, You're a wrestling I'm fan? I'm a huge wrestling fan too. I'm honestly, I'm just a kid, dude. I just never grew up. Like, I, like that's the truth. Do you need anymore? I'll, dude. I'll take a top off. Yeah, hell yeah. You got uh, me? Yeah, I got you. Tilt it a little bit, just a tad bit. Uh, oh, the mic is picking up the yeah, bubbly. Yeah, you get the, bu- the beer flow. That's great. Oh, it's like a magic trick. Oh, what, yeah. how, how did that Whoa. happen? Whoa! Whoa! It's like fucking Thor in, in <laughs> fucking Marvel. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris Germany was awesome, man. That guy has a lot of stories about wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He's an interesting dude. I was a wrestling fan too back in the day, up until like the later part of the nineties, and then I started smoking weed and uh, getting into girls, and I was just like, I don't need that anymore. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, <coughs> somewhat similar. I, I. I... Well, definitely the highlight of when I watched was in the '90s. That was the prime era of uh, of wrestling for sure in my life. Yeah. But dude, I loved I loved Bret the Hitman Hart. Hell yeah, dude! And then I've been uh, encouraging Dan Danzi just to go full Bret the Hitman Hart. Like, yeah, like, because he joked about buying, like, Bret Hart uh, track pants and sunglasses. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, if you're going to go that far, just get the, how- uh, like, Hart Foundation leather jacket and just yeah. commit to the bit. Uh, yeah, man, and then I remember uh, watching it and the part where, like, he got screwed by Vince McMahon. Yeah. That's kind of where I... Or according to Vince, like, Bret screwed Bret, but, you know. Well, <laughs> it depends. Like, okay, can you blame a guy for putting his family... First? Oh, dude, I think that's like one of the worst betrayals in wrestling. I was just being a dick. Yeah, there's actually a thing Vince called. Said. There's actually a thing called for it. And I was listening to a Radio Lab podcast episode about it. And uh, let me go ahead and bring that up real quick because I think it's a very good. It's a very good episode for people who haven't heard the actual story. And uh, the Radio Montreal Lab. Screwjob. Yeah, the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. Never mind, I have to look it up. You brought it up. I, I, I know that's what it's called. It. The Montreal <laughs> Screwjob. And um, you know, back then I was just a, a young 
teen or mid teen, little young teen, whatever. Uh, a tween, I guess that's what they call it now. Yeah. Fucking but if you if you were I was like thirteen, 13 or fourteen. So I'd be like eleven or twelve. Yeah, and I was like in sorry. And when it happened, um I was just like, What the hell's going on? And then uh later on I realized that he was going to WCW and there's a whole thing going on and, and why he wanted to move over there and you know he I he said he didn't want to betray Vince and I he, I'm pretty sure he sounded very genuine when he said that and well, I'm the bigger issue for him was I, he didn't want to drop the title in Canada is what he claimed so mm-hmm. Brett declared like he was good to lose to Shine as long as it didn't have to be in Canada. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, the Survivor Series pay-per-view was on the Sunday that his his contract expired. And yeah. that, that Survivor Series was in Montreal, Canada, right? Yeah. So, basically, if Brett didn't lose the title that night, what Vince was worried about is the next day, Brett would be under no contractual obligation to do anything for the company because his contract would have expired. Yeah. So it gets really like you know, there's a lot that goes into that whole thing. Yeah. Like I mean, like at the end of the day, it definitely seemed like a dick move on Vince McMahon's part. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it like launched the <coughs> Vince McMahon character. Uh, that's right. Like, it did. That's, that's where like Stone Cold got his biggest and best opponent of mm-hmm. all time. And I mean, it, it's to this day debated: was Brett in on it? Was Sean in on it? Who who is in on it? And uh, some people think Brett actually, like, it was all just a big work, and Brett knew that it was going to happen, and all every, the spitting in the face and all of the backlash that happened afterwards was just scripted, was just what wrestling is, a, a performance a, art. There's a term for that when you don't talk about uh, it being... Kayfabe? Yeah, kayfabe. Yeah. How do you know all these things? I love wrestling, God, dude. I watch a lot of wrestling. Oh, uh, um... Like, how you're never supposed to go against K-Fib or You never K-Fib? break K-Fib. You never yeah. break K-Fib. K-Fib is, like, basically the story that you, uh-huh. you keep alive. Like, uh, there's, like, famous stories with Bret Hart and Owen Hart before he died. Like, there's this uh, one story they had where those two were traveling, but they were supposed to be hating each other right now. Like, their characters hated each other. But they're in an airport, and they have to act like they hate each other, but they're, like, basically they hadn't seen each other in forever, and, like, they're, like, so excited to see each other, but because they can't break kayfabe, yeah. they're, like, standing in the same room pretending like they're about to fight if people aren't, like, pulling them apart and shit. Like, <laughs> dude, there's, like, there are people that have gone to jail. Uh-huh. The Wild Samoans are a, a famous tag team from, uh, like, 70s, 80s era, mm-hmm. and they actually, like, their, their characters didn't speak English. They were mm-hmm. wild beast men, basically. Uh, they got pulled over and they got arrested because uh, he had like drugs and shit in the car and uh-huh. they didn't speak a word they just grunted and and stayed in character the entire time they're in jail <laughs> and Vince McMahon it, there's it's all rumor and, and hearsay but yeah. allegedly Vince McMahon came and personally bailed them out and gave them a, a huge bonus because they like they stayed it all the whole thing the whole time um I, when I was listening to that you know I heard Brett was talking about how he wanted it to end in a disqualification, so that uh, I, I and I, I see what what you mean by when you said that when you said that he didn't want to lose in there. Um, so he wanted it to be a disqualification and then give up the belt. Uh, what I was wondering is like why why would, why would Brett put so much emphasis on how the belt gets released if he's not gonna be um, if he's not gonna wrestle for them anymore. 
And I, when I was into it, I thought, I was like, okay, well, maybe if he loses the belt, maybe that'll bring down his, um, like, his level his of stardom. Stock, yeah, his value. Yeah. And then, like, WCW <coughs> will be like, well, we're not going to pay you that much because he lost and you're a loser. But it didn't matter if he lost or didn't. No, I don't think that's what it had to do uh, on Brett's side. And again, who knows what's really the truth. But uh-huh. my understanding is, uh, again, this is a different era, too. So yeah. at this time, the character that Brett was playing was a heel or a bad guy in the U.S., uh-huh. but he was the biggest baby face in the planet in, in Canada. Yeah. Like, when he went to Canada, he was the hero. So, Brett didn't want to lose the belt as, like, the hero as his, like, curtain call for WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. That's why he wanted to, he was fine losing in America, because in America, that's telling the story of the babyface Shawn Michaels conquering that dastardly foreigner, which is how, how <laughs> wrestling they was back in the back day. Uh, and that told the story. But if he loses in Canada, I'm sorry, in Canada, uh, then he's the hero falling, uh, and and he didn't want that to be like his WWF legacy is the way that I understood it. Mm, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. But dude, I see. Like that's actually my favorite part of wrestling. Like. Even more than watching wrestling itself, I love listening to, like, the stories of the, like, days when wrestling did have a strong sense of kayfabe, and, like, those those road warriors that would travel the country, uh, going from city to city, putting hundreds of their... Dude, honestly, it's very similar to comedy, like, the roots of it and whatnot, in terms of, like, the grind and the travel and going city to city, but then oh, there's dude, this element of performance so art much. even deeper in, they in wrestling. They put so many hours in the sh- in, into how how many how much they're on the road and whatnot. Yeah, man. Uh, Mick Foley just recently did a comedy show at Hyenas here in Plano. Yeah, I, I wanted to, meet to go to that, man. I really wanted to go to, to the... Uh, he was in Hyenas in Fort Worth. I wanted to go to that. Oh, was he? Oh, what, no, I was no. in Plano when I saw him. Okay, maybe it was just Plano then. I might have my dates wrong. I really wanted to go to that. I forget why I wasn't able to. I think... It was a random Wednesday. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But I... I man, I should have made time to go see that. What a... Did you see him on stage? Hmm? What's he talking about? Just stories about... Honestly, wrestling? did you ever read his book? Hmm. Dude, so he's got well, he's got several books, but his first book uh, it was it was celebrating the twentieth anniversary of his very first book, which is called "Have a Nice Day." Yeah, uh, and that really just tells a lot of his like his journey, his his open mic scene, if you will, in the wrestling world, where he was doing his training and going from independent show to independent show, and just how he made it to be you know as big as he got to be in the mid nineties, late nineties. Uh, and this show that he did here in, in Plano, it was really more a, a retelling of that. He even joked about the fact that he's basically telling you all stories you've already read about in this book. Oh. But uh, it's different when you get to hear it live because, I mean, you know, obviously it's a story that you might have the idea of, but you're hearing it firsthand. Uh, and McFoley's very funny. Uh, he, he's, he was always very funny in wrestling. I mean, when he wasn't being intentionally crazy or scary. But, you know, when he did, like, the dude love character, even the man mankind character 
later in its run where he became more of a comedic role. Like, when he, did you watch during, like, the Rock and Sock Connection? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the best, right? And, like, Mr. Sock. Yeah. All that stuff. So, he's very funny on stage. He seems a like a really fun way. guy. Like, just a fun guy in general. Yeah. Um, Mankind was a persona, and he played it very well. Uh, but, like, when I was watching him, and then, like, and then I saw him as Dude Love, I was just like, oh, this guy just likes to have fun. Yeah. Uh, Dude Love was was hilarious. Just and Dude Love was his original end. vision. Yeah. Like, when he when he first got into, into wrestling, Dude Love was, like, the fictional character he kind of, like, created in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he got to bring that back later when he had made it in his career. That's cool. I'm glad that he... Uh, was able to do something like that. Yeah. They're just even in the closet. You know, there's some people who do certain acts and then they they change their act and they just they don't go back to like their original act, which is pretty fun and kind of like the reason why they started doing anything to begin with. And uh, and they just like uh, forget about where they came from, almost in a sense. So to see him like want to do that and then. He also did Cactus Jack, which was, was like the hardcore. I'll do anything. Dude, that was, kind that's of the role that really made him. I mean, yeah, that's where he was traveling and making a name for himself. But Mankind mm-hmm. was when he signed with WWF. Mankind was like he was just like he was meant to be a, a, the bad guy. You're not supposed to root for him. Right? But he was fucking cool, man. Yeah, real cool. Dude, he was in a ravioli commercial or a SpaghettiOs commercial or whatever. It was like, hmm, <laughs> beefy. Mankind of <laughs> yes, yes. With that like mask, that halfway it's, mask, it's, fucking. Uh, it's on that? YouTube. To Phantom this of the Opera style. Yeah, he's wearing his. Uh, he's wearing like the button-down white turp shirt. Like mm-hmm. he looks like he, you know, could have been at an office job. But he's got the brown sweatpants. And like, if, I, I haven't seen this commercial in a long ass time. But it came out in like 1999. But he's just sitting <coughs> in like a park with a can of like ravioli, and he takes a bite, and he's like. Mm. Beefy. Ah, that's a guy I want to see eating. Yeah. Oh, that's not a guy I want to see eating, man. <laughs> Sell, selling spaghettios, though, dude. Oh man. Uh, you know what? Uh, we probably gone maybe halfway. Let's go ahead and do this little quick review. All right. And then we'll enjoy this CBD. <coughs> yeah, especially are we reviewing the CBD uh, grass or are we uh, reviewing the papers? No, no, just the papers, just the papers. and how we like it, whether it tastes different or not. I was about to get um, real, real snooty on you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> That's right. And uh, this is, like I said, this Tasty Puff, um, Tasty Tips. Uh, you get three for a pack. I don't know how much they were because she gave this to me for free. Because If you run your own podcast and you're willing to have them as a sponsor, they're free. Um, <laughs> where's the lighter? Anybody got a lighter? Uh, I think I need to have a lighter. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't have one. Oh, look at that. <coughs> nice, brother. <coughs> out the end. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, what are those cones or are those rolling papers? No, nah, they're, they're the cones. cones. They're the cones. Um, uh, once again, that's from Hempies. Thank you guys. And uh, I just got them as a sponsor. I haven't created a wreath for them yet. I'm going to do that myself and I'm going to talk to them see if they approve of the wreath. Uh, I was supposed to wear the shirt <laughs> that they gave me, but I actually wore that for the open mic on Thursday. So it counts. Sorry <laughs> for me not having it on. I said I was going to wear what it. What mic was it at? Uh, hyenas and Fort Worth. Dude, that's big exposure for Hempies. They're probably got, really got, happy with that. I got a lot of compliments on the shirt. Yeah, that's a cool shirt. Hempies is a good name for a head shop, dude. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I want to shop at a place called Hempies. <coughs> and they're, like, they're constantly, like, doing these, uh, little, like, block party type things. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, I'm gonna, en- I'm gonna enjoy having them as, a 
a uh, sponsor, and I hope um, I hope we go for a while, you know, because I, I mean, I shop there anyway for stuff, and they want me to try stuff out, and this is the first product I'm trying out. But you. I will say, okay, it is, it is. Uh, I know it's a small container, um, but it is hard to, to stuff this if you don't have something on handy. So I mean, that's. I hope they're okay with the. Uh, Constructive criticism. I mean, honestly, she told me like critique their stuff, but like, what if I? What if it's a shitty thing? Yeah, Yeah, are they okay with me saying that? I mean, just say it's dog shit in a really nice way. I guess so. (laughs) Uh, But I guess well, that would help them out because they're like, well, why are we going to spend our money on this stuff and and restocking it if it's if I if these people tested it and didn't like it? I think I think being honest is going to be your best bet. I'm gonna have to be honest. I can't lie. It's the opposite of comedy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So let me go ahead and spark this up real quick. Um, you can talk about anything you want right now. Well, here, let me say something. Um, you've been doing comedy for uh, eight months. A year, eight months. Um, tell, tell us about one of your uh, more funner or wilder uh, shows that you've done. Dude, actually, last night was a real cool show. I uh, I got to do where the hell was I? It was Rowlett, so it was a bit of a drive. But I post about it. The stage there was huge, man. Like, it looked like it could have been like a place where you could easily fill a comedy special. Because <coughs> you look and you just got like the one mic stand. You were dying. <laughs> you want a cough drop? <laughs> Here, I'll trade you. Here, take that if you want it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it might help. Uh, where's my ashtray? Holy shit. Oh, wow. Um. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Why do you, you just randomly keep cough drops in your pocket? I do. <laughs> it's because I smoke a lot, and sometimes I have to go on stage or mm-hmm. like podcasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying not to do it you right now. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I like you know I don't get paid for that shit, but it's a good that's a good uh, paper right there, man. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, last night I'm in this random stage. I drive all the way out in the middle of nowhere, thinking like it's gonna just be some like small bar show. And dude. It was a crazy ass stage. Like yeah. it made it was huge and like well lit, big old curtain. Like it made me feel like I even made a post about it. It's like I get to pretend like I'm a big deal tonight because uh, that's how the stage felt. I did learn last night though, if you're the first comic on uh-huh. at a show with an open bar, that shit's dangerous, dude. Because <laughs> like if you're late, you have to like at least stay like you know sober enough to remember to say your jokes. Mm. Uh, but if you're the first comic on, it's a free-for-all at that point. Really? Yeah. Huh. What do I have to worry about? <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. It was my first clean show last night, actually. That was interesting. Did you have to be clean? or? Did you yeah, yeah, it was, uh, they didn't want to, anything too raunchy. Uh, mm-hmm. And then a lot of my jokes are about weed uh, and I was just challenging myself last night to do no weed jokes just for a personal challenge and I did nine and a half minutes clean without like my like A material it just felt really nice huh that's interesting I haven't had the opportunity I haven't had the not I wouldn't say opportunity but I haven't had the 
Um, I guess situation. I haven't been in that situation yet. A clean jail? Yeah. And I mean, um, I don't, honestly, I wouldn't seek them out. <laughs> but it's nice <laughs> to be able to do it. it it's hard, honestly. Like it, it, I did stumble a few places yesterday mm-hmm. because. You know how, like, when you're told, like, not to say something, like, that's, like, the only yeah. word? So, like, literally, like, the entire time I'm sell- telling my sets, like, don't say fuck, don't say fuck, don't say fuck, don't say fuck, like, so. Huh. It's a challenge. I've been told that I should do it, and uh, I would do it, too, I mean, but I just... Have you ever done Backdoor? The open mic at Backdoor? No, I've never done Backdoor. It's only three minutes, but it's a three-minute clean mic. And then there was the week, randomly, that... Uh, the strokers tried to be clean, but that's a fucking redneck biker bar, so that only lasted a week. Any more of that? Almost to the time. end. Yeah, we're not done yet. <clears throat> I would tell you about this this paper though. <coughs> you have to hit it slow because it goes right through. It's pretty fast burning. Yeah. I think I, I do like the the hardcore, uh, like you know. This. I, I don't know. Yeah, I like the filter. I don't know if I if I need to pack it more. Or, um, it's just fast burning because it's, when you smoke a blunt, a regular one, by the time, you know, when you start getting about halfway through, it starts like, <coughs> getting mushed together, kind of, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have somebody like Ferris to me. Get it all fucking wet. You fucking get it all wet. Is, Fer- is Ferris getting all wet? I'm, He's I fucking known to... for that. Oh, man. You know what he told me? We're over here, we're, we're fucking tripping balls. Oh, I love ball. that shit. We're on LSD. I love LSD, dude. That and shrimps are my favorite, honestly. They're both great. You think you get one more hit out of that, or are you cool? Um, fuck it, dude. I don't want to, like, go to waste. I mean, we got to give a full review. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, good to go. I, see, I've never done these before, so I don't know how far you're supposed to smoke them, but it looks like it's... When awesome. the cardboard catches on fire, you've yeah. gone too far. Yeah, I feel like that's... <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think I like those raw ones better. Is that what you got over there? No, these are, um... No, I mean... These are the same ones? No, no. They're, they're, yeah, they're the same one as oh, these. Okay. The raw, do they have a different flavor or what? No, but they burn a little slower. A little it's slower? The, the consistency, I'll say, on this was good. Like, I hate... There's nothing worse than when it gets the runner. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, like... Well, that's why I was doing the saliva yeah, yeah. thing, but yeah. That, that thing. You did the saliva thing right now? Well, like on the second and last pass? Yeah, like I did it around the... Oh, okay. Cherry. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice either. Yeah. You know what I hate though? Hold on, real quick. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You know what I hate? I hate a person who doesn't fucking do that and just lets it keep running. Right? It's like, fucking do something about it, man. Yeah, you've seen the problem now, fix it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you see that it's running, fucking do something about it and then pass it. Don't fucking pass it to the next guy, make him fix it for you. (laughs) Shit, man, I hate people who do that. Yeah, it's frustrating. It happens a lot when people are, like, really drunk. (laughs) <laughs> they'll hit it so hard and then like the fucking strip, like, literally burn like the entire strip down <laughs> shit I guess fuck? uh I don't know that one because I I, I don't I don't I put a pretty good effort on not to get drunk okay yeah that is true you get you are you drinking you're drinking now I haven't seen you drink mm-hmm. since I've known you not since you've known well, me well okay not since I've known you since I lived uh, no, I stopped drinking for like seven years. That's what I'm saying. And Damn. And I started drinking again when I started doing comedy. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, but I have, I, have uh, I, 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 I put a lot of emphasis on not to have more than three drinks. Okay. Uh, you just don't like the feeling of being, like, gone? 
I don't like. Yeah, I don't like the feeling of of um, not being it. Like, I don't like that feeling to where like I have to concentrate what I'm doing. I have to concentrate on walking. Like, no, uh, yeah, no. I enjoy having a drink, but dude, honestly, like hands down, not even like a, a debate about it. Like, mm-hmm. out of all the drugs I do, alcohol would be the first one I'd give up. It's probably the worst for me, yeah. and it gives me the least like fun like effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, I think I'll have four drinks, but that's only if I'm on ecstasy. Okay. If I'm on ecstasy, you gotta have that fourth. Uh, well, I don't feel the alcohol. Yeah. So um, yeah, I already fair. know for I already know that if I'm on X, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I would have to have quite a bit to, to get drunk because ecstasy is uh, more stronger than uh, beer. So as long as uh, I'm not doing like 20 shots, and then X, is, and then while I'm on that X, which I'm never gonna do, which nobody really does, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not gonna really get drunk, so I don't mind having a fourth one. Honestly, uh, you mentioned earlier, but like I love LSD and like, that's, that, that's where it's at. Honestly, like that's... hold on, wait. You just you have to bring it back. You're like, wait, wait, wait. I know I said it earlier. No, I know you, you said heard... it earlier. No, but I, I heard you say you love LSD. And Dude, then... well, that we got back on the top. I wanted but to make sure you gave it its due love. It's what's the best, on. man. <laughs> dude, like honestly, like over everything though, like I mean, like those that 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 to me is like actually like you have a lot of fun as long mm-hmm. as you don't go stupid crazy with how mm-hmm. much you take, you're gonna have a, a swell time, and then like you feel fine the next day. Do you have a do you have a, a LSD story? Before you do that, you ever get the flashbacks? No, not really. No, because yeah. I, I don't. Know. I think the day the day that I pretty much decided to leave my household um uh-huh. I came here and I did the acid. Yeah, he took balls with me. <laughs> nice. Um and it's been it's the first time in a while, but um Yeah man, you're you're pretty sure pretty good. I don't <coughs> But it was a good experience, right? I mean I don't Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was fun. But like the funny thing is like he was on that couch in the middle seat right there <laughs> for like for like an hour and a half just like this with his coat on. You're like <laughs> and I was, I'd be like, Gio, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like as long as I got my hoodie. Right. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, okay, well, me, yeah, as long as you're cool. Me and another friend, but the Jonathan, who was here, and me and him were just like bullshitting and laughing back and forth and whatnot. You know, what? I don't actually have like a crazy LSD. I've always had great times in LSD, but I do have a crazy mushroom story, mm. um, oh, which is weird. I know of the two, but uh, I, I've actually found mushrooms to be stronger. But I've also taken larger doses of them. Uh, but one time I decided, first mistake was, I decided to do some shrooms with this dude that I really didn't know. Oh. So, like, we were casual friends, but, like, we really weren't, like, connected on a level to go into these, like, deep, deep, like, parts of our minds together. Yeah. Uh, and also I decided to take a quarter ounce. What the um, fuck, dude? And then, <laughs> also, of that quarter ounce, half of it was ground up into capsules. So it wasn't like eating shrooms, it was like powdered capsules. And usually when you take shrooms, like, there's like an hour or so that it like takes to kick in. So you had seven grams. Seven grams. Seven grams of shrooms. Yes. What? (laughs) Okay, okay, let's let's start, let's, let me back up a little bit. Okay. What the, what were you thinking? I was thinking I want to have a crazy time. Okay, okay. And I was thinking I had a really good time with one when it started, and then I had a lot of really good times with three and a half. 
Let's put those together. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, I'm gonna just we're gonna up. do this. Oh, you know what? I I I love that. <laughs> I love to hear that about somebody when they're like, that was fun. Let's do some Dude, more. And so here's the, the kicker too on the story. I, I I I said it's like a bad trip, but like honestly, at the time it was terrifying. But now I think about it as a positive experience. I yeah. learned so much that night. Um, but the the big kicker was the capsules uh-huh. because there was no period of like usually it takes like an hour or so and you're just kind of waiting for the trip to start. Yeah. Like I popped these capsules and a couple minutes later I was holding onto a chair and I felt like I was rocketing into outer space. <laughs> like, and I mean, I was legit holding on yeah. for dear life, just like, oh so, god. <laughs> but those little capsules—it's just grounded up truth, right? Yeah, but it's powdered, and I mean, like, essentially, it just hit like super huh. fast. Or I don't—maybe my my uh, concept of time was completely out of the window as well. No, I, I mean, I think uh, I think if it hit you that quick, you wouldn't even notice the time. The time, the time. but like, yeah. But I know what you mean, like where you take some and you're like waiting, you're like oh. But, like, so it gets really bad because I'm out of my mind. This dude that I'm with decides that they're going to just randomly invite some friends over. So within a few moments, I'm tripping balls, and I have a lot of people I don't know around me. uh, And it's not going well at all. I actually, like, completely lose it to the point where there was a point where I honestly, like, thought that um, I broke my brain. (laughs) Like, and I thought I was, like, going to be living in this state forever. Like, and it was... It was very much like uh, the movie Get Out when they're in like the like hypnotism. Yeah. Oh, dude, you should see that movie. But like uh, that's how like I, I was vaguely aware that like I still had a human body, but like I couldn't get to it or operate it. So, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like that wasn't an option. So and, what, like, we, what what like physically what like what were you doing physically? Like just rolled up in a bar or something? Dude, uh, I I don't really know. Like I was I was physically like not of my of my like physical body like i was astroplaning like a motherfucker but like every human i interacted with like bringing it back to the simpsons like i always do but you know that episode of the simpsons where homer eats the insanity pepper yeah and he goes on like the mystical journey and then there's the point at the top of the pyramid where he's trying to get marge's attention and every time he turns her around it's just always the back of her head and he can't like that was like what happened with other humans so i I couldn't have like no one had a face which was rough (laughs) Um, and then <coughs> you're rough, and your dog right here. Hey, baby. Uh, oh, hi. You want to say hello to me? Yeah. Um, so, speaking of dogs, I have two <coughs> dogs. At the time, I only had one dog. That dog's got a Yo. set on him for what it's Yo. worth. But, uh, <laughs> but, dude, my dog, in my mind, was a Thestral from Harry Potter. If, you, if you're familiar with Harry Potter, those are the uh, the horse things that you can only see if you've seen someone that's been dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> like, scaly horses. Yeah, like, he can, like, they're all weird looking. My dog had demon eyes, he had black scales, and he had wigs. And I knew it was my dog. Like, internally, I knew it was my dog. But, yeah. like, when I looked at him, scary demon monster. <laughs> like, it was... Did he have a bit of a... I don't yet. It Why needs not? to happen. Uh, you know, I just, I, I, it. it's in my book. I just haven't taken it to the stage yet. I've got a lot of stuff in okay. my book that hasn't gotten to the stage okay, yet. Okay, but as long as you're planning to do it, that's it, it, it will be done, yeah. Cool. Uh, good God, man. <laughs> dude, <laughs> and that, that story ends a little rough because that, that dude that uh, that dude that we that took shrooms with me that mm-hmm. started the whole thing, 
he had promised that he was going to crash at the house, but at some point in the middle of the night, he just decided he was going to drive home. He made it a block away from my house, and he got to a stop sign and apparently passed out. And some stranger who pulled up behind him had the kindness, like, or stupidity, either way you want to argue it, but some stranger pulled up behind him, found their cell phone, saw that we were the last person to text, called me, and uh, was like, hey, your friend's, like, right here, like, you want to come help him. Uh, and I'm in no business, you know, but I, I get my dog, and I was at least going to go try to, like, help him pull his car over the side of the street and, like, walk him back to the house. Yeah. Well, uh, like, as soon, I get my dog because that, that it's 2-something in the morning, and I'm like, well, I, I have to have ex- an excuse to be walking around the streets. Hey, it's your demon dog for protection. My demon dog for protection, yeah. And, and for what it's worth, still a Thestral. I have him <laughs> on a lease, on a leash, uh, still a Thestral. But uh, unfortunately, like, right when I got to the corner... Cherries and berries show up, and oh, I'm just shit. like, whoop, other way. Yeah. Uh, sorry, buddy, you made bad choices. <laughs> Damn. Do you, did, you ever, did you ever talk to him afterwards? Yeah, we talked. Okay. Uh, we, we weren't really friends anymore afterwards, but, um, like, I mean, like, we didn't hate each other or anything. How much strength was he on? Uh, yeah. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't think he had seven. I think he might have done an eight. Still a pretty good amount, a, but it wouldn't that, be that. Crazy. The eighth is the right amount for what it's worth. If you're ever asking yourself, like, I want to have a really hard trip, what's the right amount? An eighth is the hard limit. Don't uh-huh. go more than an eighth. It's a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> unless you're unless you're prepared for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you I disagree? Well, I, no, I'm not gonna disagree with that. I, I but I want to try. I want to try something else first, and then I'll, I'll go back to an eighth. Sure. Um, I recently did three hits of acid. Uh, during the Rick and Morty, the first drop, the first the premiere, episode, yeah, the nice. Premiere. And oh my god, three's a lot, bro. I was fucking tripping hard. Yeah, and it did not take that long for me to trip hard. Um, Ferris was here. Nice. So if you want to talk, if you want to talk to Ferris about, about it, uh, he was here and he and he tripped balls too. Nice. We we oh, I was tripping balls so bad. Like the when the episode first came on, uh. I, I can't I don't even know where you I don't know how to explain it. It's just like fucking Next crazy. time we'll have to I'm down to come here, you come out my way, but we should trip together, we'll have a good time. Oh I love you, <laughs> man. I always have a good time. Man. I love I love tripping with comedians because I always end up writing at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> we start ripping off each other, and we get the <coughs> stupidest ideas, but then, you yeah. know, some of them end up funny. But, like, yeah, but, uh, I was tripping so hard, like, I couldn't communicate. That was a problem. Oh, yeah, that's, that, well, three is a lot, to talk, bro. I was trying to talk, and, and I just wasn't making sentences. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, I walked outside with Ferris, because he wanted to go have a cigarette, and I was like, I'll go outside. And, um, as soon as I got out there, <laughs> everything, like, I couldn't see anything. Like, for some reason, everything was black. And I could kind of see him. And when he, But to me, in my eyes, he was, like, standing, uh, kind of, like, leaned back. <laughs> like, gravity wasn't working? Yeah, right? and he looked like... Yeah. But I, I could just see the silhouette of him because everything was so dark. But it, in my... It, I, I, that's what I felt like I was seeing him, like, all, like, whoop, and talking to me. And I'm just like, I can't see shit. And then he would smile, and then I could see his teeth, because I have a black light bulb out there. Nice. So I would see the teeth, and they just kind of be like, kind of just, they look like they're just floating without anything behind it. And I was just, I was tripping so fucking hard. Uh, 
and I finally have to feel like I, I gotta go inside. I can't. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah, I feel that. Oh, and there's, I mean, like you're outside. I love being outside <coughs> tripping. If you're in the right mood for it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if things are starting to get intense. You want the like comfy space you're used to. Yeah. <laughs> or your hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <do you> know? <laughs> well, I know what you're talking about. I was out there that weekend smoking my cigarettes. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like so I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, it it was fucking shit dark out there when I went out there on, on the acid. Um, yeah, you can't. I, I don't know why you just couldn't see anything. My, my spatial awareness was like everything was far away. Like yeah. the house, the yard looked bigger than it really is. The block looked further. I went out to the car to grab something at some point. And, and you just keep, like, it's like on a conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then I kept hearing, like, like I felt like somebody was watching me because there were, like, doors closing all around. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> paranoid. I wish I would have done more because I just kind of just sat there. But, uh-huh. um, oh, like, more, like, like active? Like, yeah. Do stuff? But, um, you know, when I left, it was it was about 5 in the morning. You know, uh-huh. it was about 4.35 in the morning when I, when I thought I was okay to drive by. Because um, I've been up the whole time. Um, and so, you know, I get to the car and I start driving, and, and right away I could tell I wasn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, but I was, uh, I think I was like, all right, let me see how far I can get and just park somewhere and just take a nap or something. But um, everything was really far away. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, from no matter what, the light. You know, if I was maybe... I kind of, like, stretched out, like yes. you were wearing a fisheye lens yes, or something. Yes, the opposite of a fisheye. Look, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was that. And so it was funny because I would see cars coming up, but they were coming up forever, like... <laughs> God damn it, man. Get out of the way. I'm trying to light this joint. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then I, and then I would see cars behind me, and I, I was like, okay, I would look at the speedometer. Okay, I'm going 40. I'm okay. Uh-huh. And then a car is behind me, and he's like, wait. Look back there, but then I turn and look out the window, and he's like ten feet behind me. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but so, luckily, I made it home. It was just, yeah. it was crazy. I never. You know, when you first got up and went to use the restroom, you're like, like wobbling, and like I was like, hey, Gio, how are you doing? And like you stop, you grab a hold of the door, and you're like this, like, yeah, all right, all right. And then you walk into the bathroom, and I'm like, like damn, he's fucked up, and he can barely walk straight. <laughs> Yeah, that was about 10. That was about 10 when I first really thought about driving because it wasn't kicking in yet. Yeah. And that's when I was like, yeah, I'm fucked. I went to the bathroom, I took a piss, I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the weird things that happened to me, aside from when when Morty's, the giant Morty's, uh, I don't know, the giant Rick's head exploded. Okay. That looked insane to me. Did it kick in that quick? Oh, so you took it before the premiere, so that it was kicking in during the premiere? Like, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. well, here's the thing. I had You it were on, tripping already when the show I started. I already had it, uh, I had it on the, the PS already. So I, gotcha. you know, I, I was like, okay, uh, Ferris got here. I'm like, okay, we're going to take it right now, and then we're going to hit play in a little bit. So Yeah, uh, wait till it starts to... Yeah, we took it, and I think we probably, you know, maybe like 20, 25 minutes, if that. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let's go ahead and kick it off. And uh, Ferris would have to be here to remind me because he told he only took two hits. He still tripped pretty damn hard. Two is a good like. I feel like one is the right number for going out on acid, and two is the right number for like having a good time on acid. And then anything more than that is like play at your own risk. <laughs> Dude, I, I really got to pee real quick, but I have some more. Uh, some more <laughs> 
Uh, so you were here the night that he did three? Uh, no, no. I, I was supposed to I was supposed to be, but I ended up uh, getting tied up in my, um, I guess you would say my guitarist. Um, since I, I started to get back into music. Um, Are you in a band? Um, I just, we just, we're just talking about it right now. Um, you know, it's something I didn't really have time for when I was uh, trying to be super husband or whatever. But uh, now that, you know, uh, part of ways, um, trying to fill my schedule, I guess. Nice. And uh, I, I guess I kind of miss the stage, you know? Sure. Um, you know, I used to play drums. We played a couple shows. Well, we played, we played a good amount of venues for a couple years, but... Uh, have you ever, like, seen the staple or, like, the, like, cliche that, like, it's a, a comedian opens for a band? Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of that, or, like, a comedian opening for a band? Yeah. Like, uh, that used to actually, be, like, a thing back in the day, right? Yeah, there was actually one not too long ago. Um, That's what I was going to ask. Have you ever seen that in real life? I, no, I haven't been there to see it, no. I wanted to go to it, but it was going to cost too much. It was, uh, okay, it, it's funny. It's a funny story. Um, you know the guy who owns the, the Cowboy Stadium? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones put together this this thing um, like last summer, the summer of, uh, before, I think it was last summer, and it was supposed to be like Demetrius Johnson, the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget who else. It's like supposed to be like a two or two day thing, two day festival, um, and the tickets were like eighty, and uh, there were there was rock bands. God damn! I wish I could just Google it real quick. Uh, but like, that were an option. But like, <laughs> I mean, I could, but like, God damn it, this is why I need my assistant. She's not, she's not very, she doesn't do that part very well yet. <laughs> she's supposed to sit here. Okay, I told she's her. She's supposed to sit here and I listen to before, our boring ass conversation. Yes, yes. While, while I told her before that once I get the projector up here, she's going to sit there and she's going to type for me whenever I need somebody to look something up. So that you can actually have like the Google so that results we, yeah, right so here. That's actually right a really cool idea. Um, I actually I already have the projector. I just need the screen. Okay. Which uh, I'm gonna spend just flip time. your uh, what is this New York? Uh, San Francisco, I think. That's not San Francisco, is it? No, I don't know. No, that's not. That's the Brooklyn or something. That's Brooklyn, bro. Okay. That's a Brooklyn oh. bridge. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is your living room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you doesn't say anything Flip about that motherfucker upside down or <coughs> inside out or whatever. It's white on the back. There you got nah, a, a projector just, screen. I'm, I'm going to get a, a rotor one. I got Because uh, it actually has, it has a material. Shut up, man. It has, it has like a sparkly material on it that deflects light better. Sure. Don't fucking make me seem like I'm a douchey, prissy bitch. There you say. Anyway, um... Shit. Anyway, yeah, so she's going to do that. I told her she has to once I get that. And uh, I just need to pay for the screen. But, oh, shit, what was I saying before that? Uh, something to Google. You were going to Google, Google. Uh, the, sh- the lineup of the, the Oh, yeah, yeah, so here. that menu right there. And but he, what's funny is that because it was, it was I think it, it was raining. It was, it was raining and the weather wasn't that good. Uh, but, like, um. He lost so much money on that because it holds like thousands of people. And right. I think there's only like uh, five thousand or something like that. They said I, that, that building holds at least a hundred thousand people. And, and because I don't, I don't WrestleMania know, I, thirty, I was at WrestleMania thirty four there, and that was the like attendance record. Yeah. Were you there for that? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. God damn, you got stories. We're going to do another podcast. This is I, uh, I went to WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. Yeah. And then uh, 30, not 34, I'm sorry, 32 was here in Dallas. Fuck. It was fun, man. How wild are those? Dude, the 
weekend I went to New Orleans for WrestleMania is one of the best, like, getaways I've ever had. Because, like, the whole city just, like, embraced wrestling fandom. And, like, literally every bar, every shop was selling, like, bootleg wrestling shit. Every bar had, like, a WrestleMania shot special or, like, a, you know, food special or whatever. Like, the whole city was just, like, in it. And, like, also, uh, have you ever been to New Orleans? I have, but I was just there for, like, a quick... The, the thing about it, the only reason I ask is because much better than Dallas, the city is laid out for walking. Like, you can oh, okay. park, and you can literally just walk everywhere, or maybe, you know, if uh, they have the scooters or whatever, but, like, you, you don't have to drive anywhere once you're in the city, and, like, Dallas is just so much more spread out, so, like, the event itself in Dallas was okay, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Uh... The way the city embraced it was a lot weaker, but, like, WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans was one of the best experiences of my life. That sounds cool. Um, did anything, like, wild happen, or, or just a cool, just a I great mean, event? in terms of, like, wrestling storyline goes, that was the event where The Undertaker's streak ended. No shit, you were there for that I one? I was there for that, yeah. Yeah, I was there Why for did the they end do of the streak. Honestly, I still don't know to this day. I feel like it was a bad choice, but, like... They felt like it had to happen eventually, and they wanted to give Brock the push, which is like, Brock Lesnar didn't need to be the one to do that, honestly. Yeah. I felt like, this is like an old, like, this is me nerding out hard right here, but like, me like fantasy booking in my head back in the day of like how I would have liked to see it happen, is I would have actually liked to see, before Roman Reigns like got super unpopular and was getting booed everywhere, he was relatively popular. I would have loved to see at like WrestleMania 30, they had this big build up between Roman Reigns and the Undertaker, <coughs> and you could argue that Roman Reigns kind of has a Undertaker look about him. You know, he's got the long, he's big dude, long dark hair. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see him do like throwback to like the old days when they'd have a lot more like a lot more magic and mysticism in wrestling, uh-huh. and I would have loved to see uh, they have this blood feud of a match. Uh, I mean, like, kick out after kick out after kick out on Roman Reigns' part. He takes the, he takes the choke slam. He takes the, the old school. He takes the, the last ride. He takes the tombstone, and he just keeps getting up. And then finally, when Roman uh, Reigns hits his spear and his punch, and he puts Undertaker away for one, two, three, the lights go black, the lightning strikes the ring, and then when the lights come back on, Roman Reigns is sitting there with the robe, with the hat, with the gloves, and Roman Reigns is the new Undertaker. That would have been kind of cool. And then, and then uh, was, okay, did he retire after that Undertaker? No, sadly he no. should have. But yeah, unfortunately, no. He's been back several times. He's actually done like a pseudo retirement where like he like left all of his stuff in the ring and like yeah. left, and then has been back since then too. Partially because of the Saudi Arabia stuff that they're doing, which is kind of shitty. But uh, what? Uh, have you not heard about this? No, dude. Like, I, they, I, I haven't watched wrestling. That's fair. All. So recently, since like maybe since like I said, it's like Saudi Arabia right now has this thing that they're trying to like spin their country as more like not a shitty like awful place that uh-huh. murders people and whatnot. And they, it's like called like uh, Project 30, 2030 or something like that. And essentially, they're trying to like make all these deals to like bring, bring like sporting events and and other things and. Uh, reports have it they paid Vince McMahon a shit ton of money to bring wrestling events over there and they've done like three or four of them at this point yeah but they've been really controversial because like 
legitimately <coughs> in the build up to like the first or second show, I can't remember which one, was when like the uh, the dude was decapitated at the embassy over there, and oh. like it's just like you're clearly. I mean, it's basically kind of like the Epstein didn't kill himself, but of like back then, it's like clearly. That was the Saudi Arabian government, like, you know, doing a hit on this guy. It wasn't just, like, an a his head didn't just fall off on accident. Like, somebody did that to the man. Uh, and so, like, they got a lot of heat because they were agreeing to do these shows over there. And then, plus, the nation's very, very bad for uh, women. I mean, like, they, they do, they, they treat women very, very poorly over there. And in yeah. fact, it was only recently... Uh, that women were allowed to be shown on their events at all, and they had to wear, like, full body suits. Now, okay, let's think about, let me think about this, and the controversy, I understand why there'd be controversy, okay, but here's the thing, they're, they're, they're like a play, they're like a live play. Oh, yeah, they're like, like a circus. A play. They're like a play, yeah. yeah. I don't see the problem with them going over there just to do a play. That's it's, right. It's not like they're... they're the I mean, honestly, I don't have a strong opinion on it either way. The controversy comes from the fact, though, that it's actually the, like, the royal family of Saudi Arabia, like, the, the prince or whatever the hell it is, <coughs> is actually the one, like, writing the checks to, like, bring them yeah, over. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I don't see a problem with that. I mean... You're clearly a capitalist, sir. Uh, well... I'm not. That's look, here's that, the thing. That was me talking <laughs> shit, bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's not like they're changing the ideals of Vince McMahon or the or the wrestling wrestling federation. What, what entertainment? WWE. WWE. World Wrestling. It's not like they're changing yeah. the value of, of them. Like they're not gonna start uh, treating women like that. Or whatever. Or decapitating just, people. Yeah, or decapitating. <laughs> they're just they're just a, a, a play, and it, they're just there to fucking entertain for them and. Get the fuck out. I, I mean, no, I feel that. that. That's actually funny you say that because there's uh, the last time they went, they've done this like three or four times now, and the last time they went, they actually got stuck there, and there's all these rumors. No one really knows 100% what happened, but there's rumors that the like Saudi Arabia didn't pay Vince McMahon, <coughs> and Vince McMahon got like <coughs> super pissed and like, got in their face and like, God damn it, I want my money before we have this event. And uh, they, like, they got into a fight. And huh? whenever the it was time for everybody to leave, their plane had uh, mechanical issues, and they were stuck on the tarmac for like hours and hours and hours. And Vince like pieced out on a private jet and just like left just everybody there. there. <laughs> so fucked up. Yeah. Bad. They'll get here when they get here. <laughs> like they actually. So it's funny because they actually were supposed to be the like a lot of the people that were stuck we're supposed to be back to do a show, uh, a live show of SmackDown, yeah. which is on Friday nights, and they ended up not being able to do how, it. How freaked out would you be if you're one of those wrestlers and you're standing there and you're watching Vince McMahon, your boss, <laughs> talk shit to people who can fucking have <coughs> you killed, and, and yeah, maybe they'll go to war with America because of all the Americans they killed, but you'd still be dead. Oh, yeah. They, and they, they imagine been the so fucking, fucked. they're probably like, Fucking Vince, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is insane. I, I, that is crazy, man. Yeah, dude. It's a and, and Vince McMahon is just oh, known for being such an egomaniac. You can totally believe that he would get oh, in the yeah. face of like a, yeah. a Saudi prince, and especially since he's been on steroids. Right. Do, do you remember that when he was small yes, and out dude. of nowhere he's just like, wow, 
What yeah. the hell happened? Uh, I'm sure he was just, uh, oh like God. Hulk Hogan said, you know, saying his prayers and eating his cereal. But he was like, it was, I don't, I, like, I didn't see the transformation at all. Like, I didn't notice it. They hit it very well. Yeah. Because he was super skinny and super small. And then he got stacked. And then out of nowhere, they take off his shirt and he's like, yeah. And people were like, what? Well, they did that during, like, when we were talking earlier about, like, the fight between Stone Cold and, and Vince McMahon, like, yeah. the famous feud. There's a few matches they had, and Vince showed up, and he's ripped as fuck, and you're just yeah. like, dude, you're like 60, what the hell? Yeah, man, that was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally picture Vince doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty sure he it's not hard it. to believe, honestly. He probably said, you know, uh, yeah, probably, I don't know what he would say, but he probably, yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. <laughs> I want there to be an article, like, in a couple of years when one of the wrestlers is starting to retire or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just be an article, like, the time Vince McMahon yelled at the Saudi... Yeah, that They're, really they're making a movie about Vince McMahon right now, like a, yeah. like a Hollywood film. You think... Oh, but it's Hollywood? Yeah, it's going to be a uh, biopic. It's not yeah. going to be a biography. Well, I mean, Maybe they'll do a biography when he dies. They, okay, I'd, I want to wait for the real one. This one's cool for entertainment, you know. Yeah. That's what it's gonna be. Uh, no, like, I want like the inside scoop. I want the. Dirty I want details. yeah. I want the dirty inside scoop. The 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 guy who says I'm gonna put this out there and I'm not gonna change anything. Right. Uh, and uh, who cares if I get uncensored? Divorced? Yeah. Unfiltered. But like, is it gonna is it kind of be gonna be like um, uh, what's that movie with what's his face? The singer. That's gay. Elton John? Uh, uh, yeah. It's kind of like the Elton John I, I would imagine so. Uh, yeah, it's still an early production. but uh, I mean, without the musical part. Yeah, and... Yeah, totally. Huh. Yeah, okay. I like Elton John. Did you watch that movie? I haven't seen that movie. I like Elton John, and I, I do want to see that movie, but I, like I, you know I what, haven't seen it. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to watch that on Edible. I also felt like that would be a good, like... What? Well, because it has, like, all the musical portions of it, yeah. but, like, there is the side of it, though, that I'm sure it's going to address some of the hardships that he had to deal with uh-huh. being a homosexual at a time that that was yeah. not, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch that one. Did we become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> I know you know what that's from. Right? Oh yeah, uh, Come on uh, now. Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah Step yeah. Brothers. Love that movie. Oh uh, yeah, that movie's fucking amazing. Uh, it's okay that your Chewbacca mask is a nicer quality than mine. Yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> uh, it's not a. It's not. Is it movie quality? Or yeah, movie? yeah. <clears throat> but not but shit. Fuck. Okay, let me ask you a movie. If you let me see if you've seen this movie. Have you seen? Uh, the Dewey Cox story? Yeah, yeah, Walk Hard. Walk Hard, yeah, there we yeah. go. I couldn't think of the fucking name of it. Walk Hard. You've seen it? Oh, hell yeah, I've seen What do you think movie. of it? Uh, honestly, it's been so long since I've seen that one, but, like, yeah. that one came out at a time when that was kind of the, like, the cookie-cutter film yeah. was to, like, take either... Uh, <coughs> is it Riley Scott? No, Riley... Uh, what's the actor in that? John C. Riley. John C. Riley. John C. Riley and Will Smith were just, I mean, they did Talladega Nights right at that time. Uh, that was when Blades of Glory came out. Like, that was when Semi-Pro came out. Like, there was, like, this... Semi-Pro was hilarious. I didn't... Blades of Glory had its moments, but it wasn't that great. Oh, see, I would I would rank Blades of Glory over Semi-Pro, personally. What? Yeah, honestly. Over Semi-Pro? I would put Talladega Nights, uh-huh. uh, and then probably Blades of Glory, and then Walk Hard, and then, and then Semi-Pro, honestly. But I, I like all of those movies. It's just that... 
You gotta you gotta pick and choose your favorites. That right? is true. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's but see, if I had to pick my favorites, it'd be really hard because there's some. I have a lot of favorites. Uh, well, I mean, like those are just my. I'm just talking about like specifically like that was the time where it was like okay, the pit the entire pitch for this movie was John C. Riley is a folk singer. Uh-huh. Or is basically Johnny Cash. Yeah. Um, like they're just spoofing "Walk the Line," which was a very popular movie that came out. But like the enti- literally the entire pitch for Talladega Night, like they they talk about like this is like on like the DVD commentary. Yeah. They literally just pitched the movie. Will Ferrell is a NASCAR <coughs> driver. Is a what? NASCAR Will driver? Ferrell is a NASCAR driver. So and they're like, yeah, you can have like however many million dollars you need to make so, that. So so in other words, it's more uh, more authentic because it's not following another movie's it's a I, more original I guess I see and like, if anything I almost felt like those films became too similar to one another like mm-hmm. I, they the it, originally it was I think like a fun fresh idea but then it's just like okay we want to milk this thing for all it's worth it was kind of like when the spoof movies became really popular and there was like Epic movie. Well, scary movie was great. Like, let me let me scary say, movie scary was movie was fantastic. Don't talk shit about scary. Movie. Not talking shit about scary one and movie. Two. But that happened. Yeah, one and two exactly. But that those happened like a long time before you know, like the breakout epidemic. And then, uh-huh. like like you mentioned, like when they got to like scary movie four, five, and six, like yep. those were terrible. Yeah, three, four, five. Um, then you got epic movie, hero horrible, movie. Horrible. Um, Meet the Kardashians, Horrible. like you know, like all those films that were just junk, and there was just pop culture reference after pop culture reference after pop culture yeah. reference. Like back I, when it was Walk the Line or Walk Hard, excuse me, it was a that was very much a big pop culture reference, but yeah. they still wrote jokes, like they still made an effort. I thought I thought Walk Hard, it's very funny, and even though yeah, the following is kind of but it's a spoof. It is. It is a really well written spoof. Hundred percent. Fair. The jokes in it are, are just yeah. They actually are, wrote no. jokes. That's what yeah. I mean. Like it's when you get to those later spoof movies, it's literally like we're showing a thing that references a thing you've seen, but there's no joke there. It's, it's like, just they're, like they're, we all know what like Britney Spears is. Is that? It's like they're just trying to imitate it and make a bad imitation of it. It's like they're not really trying. But what I did, Walk Hard was to me like had very good lines that I. I I'm genuinely curious how many of your listeners have even heard of Walk Hard, the um, Dewey Cox story. You know what? Let's dig a little deeper uh, uh, into the, the the epic, not epic, but the kind of movies that these are. Because uh, these are total guy movies. They do, they're total guy movies. Uh, and they're total stoner movies. Yeah, uh, big time. Strange Wilderness. I don't know that one. You don't know Strange Wilderness. Uh, oh, I went a little deeper for you. Zong? Something Zong? Um, Strange Wilderness has... Steve Zong? Do, yeah. do you know uh, Grandma's Boy? I literally, okay, dude, literally, uh, the next question I was planning on asking you was going to be, <laughs> what is your favorite stoner movie of all time? Yeah. And mine is going to be a, a tie between Grandma's Boy uh-huh. and Evil Bong. Ooh, I haven't seen Evil Bong. Evil Bong's a deep cut. No one's well, seen Evil Bong. What's Evil Bong? Bong? Evil Bong is a Charles Band film. Are you familiar with him at all? Are you, are you into horror movies at all? Did we talk about this? I mean, I am, but I don't like know their names okay. per se. So Charles Band is mostly known for making really, really B movie uh-huh. horror movies. Most famous is probably Puppet Master. I love the Puppet Master movie. Yeah, so the little dolls that like yeah. steal. That's a Charles Band film. That's his like highest budget film. Uh-huh. All everything else is worth. Like one of his films is called The Ginger Dead Man. 
and it's about a gingerbread cookie that comes to life and murders people. I like, thought that, it was a fucking redhead. It's no, a redhead no, no, guy. No. <laughs> it's actually voiced by Gary Busey in the first one, which is fantastic. Oh, no shit. But my favorite of all of these is Evil Bong. And Evil Bong is a super low-budget film about a group of, sto- of stoners that get a mysterious package in the mail, and it turns out to be this bong that is, in fact, like alive and evil. Uh, and the more people smoke out of it, the more power it gets. And when you smoke out of the evil bong, yeah. it draws you into Bong World. And in Bong Girl, I'm sorry, in Bong World, it's basically a strip club, but the strippers are all wearing like one of the strippers has that they're, they're all wearing like. Uh, first of all, sorry, I get really excited talking about this movie. I love it. <laughs> they're all strippers, so in scenes, there's they're they're totally topless and dancing. But then for every kill scene, they're suddenly wearing a bra. And, like, one of them, it's, like, two shark heads. Yeah. One of them, it's, like, two skulls. And one of them, it's, like, two sets of lips. And at some point, like, the guy's getting, like, a lap dance. And the fucking whatever's on their tits will come to life and eat them. And that's how it kills people. That's how it kills people. That's how it kills people. And everybody that kills gets more and more power. And, like, E.B. is the name of the bong, or E.B., excuse me. And, uh, and she gets more and more humanistic figures. Like, she actually gets, like, a face and shit and starts talking to people as she gains more power. And I'm just gonna spoil... Spoiler alert right now. Yeah, go for it. talk about it. Fuck it. The ending of the movie, uh, fucking Tommy Chung, like, makes an out-of-nowhere cameo and basically, like, he goes into Bong World and because he's such a, like, stoner... He is able to smoke E.B. under the table, and he basically gains control of Bong World. And then at ends, it ends with him playing with Hot Wheels with the strippers, like, hanging out with him. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's <laughs> dumb. Actually, like, the perfect, it's the best That's not, like, movie a perfect ever. ending, though. Like, so fucking good. Tommy Chung. Dude, they made, like, six sequels to this movie, and I'm not even kidding. What? They even have a crossover where it's Evil Bong versus the Ginger Dead Man. Why haven't I ever <laughs> seen this, man? It, heard about you gotta this. check it out. And again, they're they're like the worst best movies. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, they're the best uh, worst movies, yeah. And Troll Two, I gotta throw it out for Troll Two too. Sorry. Oh, the the one that's called Troll Two, not Part Two of Troll Two. Right, Troll? it's called Troll Two, but it has nothing to do with Troll One. <laughs> and actually, the movie's about goblins, not I've trolls. Seen, I've seen that movie. But yeah, uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like, okay, we gotta watch Strange Wilderness together. Yeah, I, so I, I feel like I've heard that movie. I don't know that I've seen that movie, but... There's a Bigfoot involved. Oh! It's from, like, the 1980s? No, it's not that old. Are you sure? Like, okay, the era that they're trying to do it in... Like, in, I guess it could be called Period Peace, but no, it didn't come out in the 1980s. Okay, maybe I'm tripping then. Are you thinking about that? Are you thinking Harry about and the Hendersons? <laughs> yeah, Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Uh, it was funny because that's, that's the first time I remember that bald actor that's famous, super famous now. Uh, from Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, the dad. Uh, what's his name? That's the first time I saw him. Was he the, was he coach? No, no. The uh, T-Rider uh, right or something? Was, yeah, some T-Rider. Right. Yeah. Did you ever hear the family guy joke about that? Uh-uh. Or like uh, he's, he he uh, Peter writes a note to him. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I then, and then he spills uh, white out and it says I will kill you. And he shows up. He's like go ahead, just kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so sad. But uh, no, um, he was in uh, Third Rock from the Sun also. Oh, uh, John Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow. Yeah, that's who. It was. That was the first time I saw him. 
Dude, ever since I saw the third season of Dexter, I don't know if you watch that show, but he's the Trinity Killer, mm-hmm. and now I can't see John Lithgow as not the Trinity Killer. I don't remember. Well, I never paid attention. My ex-girlfriend used to watch, yeah. uh, what's he called again? Dexter? Dexter. She used to watch Dexter. I like the like first three seasons a lot, and then it just kind of slowly trickled downhill from there. Mm. I can't do drama shows. Like, it's weird. I, Interesting. I, I really don't like to pay attention to them at all. Like I only you want have enough drama in your own life. I lightly well, the way I view television is I want to be entertained and uh, by laughing. Sure. I want to I want to laugh at stuff. I don't want to see dramatic things because because I see that all the time with regular people. Because you're gonna cry enough on your own, and you don't need the inspiration. So I, I don't. <laughs> so I, I could never really get into drama shows. I want to be. La- I want to laugh. I don't mind a little bit of drama, like Scrubs. I feel like Scrubs had a dramedy, good, if you will. Yeah, they had a perfect combination of yeah. not too drama, but it was fucking hilarious. They had jokes. I don't really like straight drama. I like more horror, and Dexter is about a serial killer, so it's got more yeah. of that horror. But I mean, it very much is a drama show. You're yeah. right, but like, I, uh, I like the horror element. What's that zombie show? Uh, uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't really get into that one. I could only watch a couple. I could only pay attention too much to one, two, one through three, and after yeah. that, I stopped. Caring. Same. Uh, yeah, it's literally the exact same. It, like once they got to the prison, I was like, third, done. Yeah. I was I'm just like, like, yeah, too much things happening. And bored. The action part of like they only. It's like they only threw enough action to get your attention up until the third season. They're like, you know what? People are paying more attention. We don't have to do all the, you know, zombie stuff that made us fucking cool. Yeah, I couldn't eating really the get horse into it on the first episode. That, that was, was fun. fun. And then after that, just like, oh, the zombies, nothing's happening. Oh, somebody turned into zombie somehow. Oh, but they, you know, that's it. And then I don't know. Like I want zombie, zombie, all the time. I would like more, more zombie action, please. A little bit more. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I, like I feel like that should be better if it was just thirty minutes even like like keep the same amount of zombie action but just shorten the drama yeah I agree uh, I did I when I heard about the Negan character though I yeah did think, I was like he's cool and you know what I was thinking to myself I was like man if the world ended I was like I totally be Negan you think so yes yeah. I don't kill people because it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> But if it was legal. Once you get into that, like, just chaotic state. Yeah, like, fuck, fuck it. it. There's no more rules. I I would kill everybody because the more people that are dead around me, the less chance I have of, of dying. Not in a zombie apocalypse situation. The more no, dead bodies around no. you, the more likely well, you're going to have zombies, but, sir. But, but, uh, but, I don't think you know how zombies okay, work. But, after, you know, if, if I get away from that situation... Obviously, there's going to be people. I'm going to run into people. Yeah, are yeah. You, are you just killing up everybody you come in contact with? You cut me the traffic. Bang! Right. Okay. I, I got asked this like, question. No, no allies? No, I, no, no, I, no, no, no. I, brought, I, I got asked this question. Fuck diplomacy. By, uh, my girlfriend asked me because I brought it up to her. And I was like, okay. I was like, look, if I was here and something like that happened, I would, uh, obviously, I'd try to get with my, to my family. But let's just say I was in New York, and something like that happened, and uh, like I, and the news breaks out, and like oh, certain like this area of Texas has been overrun or something like that, or like just like the DFW area just overrun. I'd be like, okay, my family's dead, uh, and you know people are gonna it's gonna start happening all around me. Then I'm like, you know, that's it. I don't. I don't know anybody. Anybody of these people around me. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, once I once I get past that survival mode of you know. So you're gonna go far enough away that you have no emotional attachment to anyone and just blast away. I would have to. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to because wow, okay because eventually somebody's gonna try to kill me and uh, I mean if nobody's doggy a, dog eh? nobody's a, yeah I'd have to man. <laughs> I feel like you do really well in a Hunger Games scenario. <laughs> I'm yeah. scared to see you in a large room if I see somebody sneezing, because I, I see your trigger finger itching. Are you competing in, in Funniest Comic in Texas? Because I'm suddenly oh, yeah, terrified, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I get up in the same, same seat as you, I'm like, whoop, I'm sick, no, I can't make it tonight. No. I, I hope nobody takes that out of context, by the way. <laughs> I just want to casually murder you all. Don't take that the wrong way. Don't, man. Everything's going to be fine, you know? Especially in New York. Love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't even get into Oh, just talking about ending stuff. I don't even know why I brought that up. I don't, I don't yeah, I would have chosen a good different direction myself. <laughs> Trying to feel peaceful. What's like a bug? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, and this is how the podcast goes. <laughs> It's fun. I man. still want to hear. Uh, did we finish talking about your acid trips? Oh shit. Um, yeah, I think I got. I, I told you the mushroom yeah. trip. That's really the most interesting one, man. I uh, and that, that's that's my best. Like, I took way too many drugs story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think you know what? I think it'd be fun if we sat down, took some acid, and watched some of these uh, movies that we haven't seen of each other. You know, I just I'm way into seen. that idea. Uh, yeah, just do it. Uh, Evil Bong in particular, dude, like that that That's one. What we want to hear. Like I actually have seen that on mushrooms a couple times. It's one of yeah. my, it's one of my go tos, but uh, like it's the great way to end the night. But it actually has like the colored rings around it when you're in Bong yeah. World, and like yeah, your the room will just like paint itself. Let's as you're do it watching. sometime, man. Uh, I'll even uh, I'll talk to Ferris and see if he wants to join us, man. We can let him ruin some blunts. We can. <laughs> Oh man, um, <laughs> we'll smoke out a glass that night. Uh, okay, it's five thirty. We've been going for I don't know where the time is at. It's somewhere up there. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, there's this thing I like to do, and I should have told you ahead of time, but I'm an idiot. I always forget to tell people. Cool. But I do a thing where we call Conan O'Brien's podcast, and I let my guests ask him a question. Uh, okay. Uh, Love Conan O'Brien. You know he was a, a Simpsons cool. writer. I, you know what? By after all that we've talked about, I I would have been shocked if you didn't love Conan O'Brien because he he definitely seems like your kind of humor. Like out of uh, all and I, t- I have an I have a question I'm dying to ask him. So yeah. Oh, oh cool! Like out of all the talk show hosts, he's always been my favorite because he's so. Silly. Oh dude, I used to love Conan in like the '90s, especially. Yeah. Uh, my favorite segment back in the day when I was in like middle school was in the year 2000. If you remember yeah, that? in the year 2000 in, in, in the was 90s. amazing. Yeah, it was so good. I remember the time he had Jim Carrey on there, and it was Jim Carrey <laughs> doing the uh, in the year 2000. <laughs> I also see the cele- uh, like celebrity interviews where you'd have like the the mouth over. Yeah, the those thing. were awesome. <laughs> uh, Barbara Streisand was well, the Barbara Streisand. No, the fucking cook lady, the home person. Barbara, uh, Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart and, and when he did Arnold were my favorite. When he yes. did Arnold with the guy... Who was Arnold that comedian? Schwar- oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. I don't remember who did the, the actual mouthing of it. Who was that comic? I don't know who that was. I know he's still doing comedy now. Interesting. I know he is. 
I've heard him on Joe Rogan too. I know since, I have. Since you brought her up, though, it, one of my favorite things to like talk about is did you know that Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are like legit yeah. like tight homies. Yeah. Like that's funny. That huh? makes me so happy. Like that's funny. So just imagine those two like. Like, you can see it, like, Martha Stewart, like, bakes some delightful treats, and Snoop rolls up some blunts, and they come and, like, watch, like, the fucking HGTV together, and just <laughs> munch, and, like, just don't they, 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 they have become, like, 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 the fucking epitome of what you can, your relationship can be, uh, if you just let... All the previous Bullshit shit go, go. yeah. And just hang like out each with other, another man. person. Just have fun. And it, I'm pretty sure it helps too that that that, that 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 Snoop Dogg is throwing down the pipe. <laughs> you know he's fucking beating that over oh, that fucking they, I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was an episode of Cribs uh, back in, like, since we were talking about the 90s and shit, but yeah. like back when that was popular and whatever. <coughs> that was, I remember they did Snoop Dogg's, and Snoop uh-huh. Dogg at the time had all these little butler statues that yeah. had little silver trays, and all of them were just lined with joints, and he had one in every room of his house. So at any room that he was in at any time, he'd have, like, pre-rolled joints yeah. just, like, available. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that, like, what if you, what if you, like, constantly missed the same joint, and that joint And just got all this shit? Years? Yeah, And eventually just slipped <laughs> in this dry-ass fucking like, joint. the fuck is this? And it man? burns faster than those papers we used yeah. earlier. Huh? Any other professional or uh, joint roller you pay? I'm, I'm like, sure of yeah, it. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember him mentioning it. Then, then that you mentioned the actual butler stance. Yeah. Um, I, I, remember thinking, I remember thinking I want that jump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's go ahead. Let's call Conan. Let's call Conan. Oh, he hasn't heard from me in a while. <coughs> I always think it's funny wondering what the guy who listens to the messages be like. God damn it, not them again. <laughs> or not him again. Oh, okay, let me do it. Co. It is Rudy from the Rudy Nomics podcast, and I'm sitting here with local Dallas Fort Worth comic Miles Francis, and he has a question for you. Yeah, I just got put on the spot, Conan, but I uh, host a Simpsons podcast called The Best Darn Diddly Review Show. So my question to you is, will you be a guest on my podcast and come talk about The Simpsons with me? You know he's not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gonna answer your question? <laughs> Maybe he'll roast me. I'm good with that. He's going to be... Okay, the question might show up on his podcast. He might answer it. Uh, D-I-D-D-L-Y, Conan. (laughs) D-I-D-D-L-Y. And and the guy's going to... The guy who's going to review it. Imagine if he did get that to Conan. Conan, like... I'm not going to do no. some fucking shitty no, production comics podcast. <laughs> maybe he's, uh, maybe, you know what? Maybe his passion is doing shitty comics <laughs> local podcasts. <laughs> uh, thanks, Conan, guys, and other people. Uh, Sona Mosesian and, uh, God, God damn it, I know the other guy. Legit Gorley, love you, Conan. Gorley, love Matt you Gorley, so much. Matt Gorley. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? When I started, uh, I would call and then I would end the call, and we would talk about it, me and the guest. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let it keep recording. 
Has, has he ever acknowledged any no, of your not calls? Yet. Not yet. You call every time? Uh, every time I do a podcast? For the most part, yeah. That's Unless awesome. the comic doesn't really know anything about Conan. How are you in comedy and you don't know who Conan the, <laughs> Conan the Brian is? Fucking shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> I do not the know. Brian. I mean, he... The other okay, the other shows, yeah, they're kind of funny and they have some good writers for them. Uh, Daily Show is one I would watch if you're a comic. You're not Trevor watching Noah. Daily Show, yeah. uh, and because uh, so many comics go into that, and then they become more known, and then they like huge once they get out of there. If nothing else, watch the Daily Show so that you know that somebody's already doing political humor better than you. Don't worry oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking great at it. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, I mean Conan. Is a great comedy show, um, and plus yeah, you know they have other comics on there, um, doing their bits and whatnot. But he always seemed like he had more fun, just enjoying talking to people like you know. What I mean? And he knew his bits were stupid. He was like, oh, that's he, can, so he just commits to them, man. He's he like, like, but like there'd be times where things happen. He's just like, and he would look at the the drummer guy. Uh, Max, Max Weinberg. Weinberg and the Max Weinberg yeah, seven. Yeah, man, he'd look at Max and Max would look at him, and they just look back at each other. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Um, uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, you want some shout outs to any shows or anything like that? Oh, dude, I'll shout myself out again. I'm at Mr. Most Days Off everywhere online. I've got the Simpsons podcast at Best Darn Diddly. That's D I D D L Y. Uh, other than that, man, I'm just really excited to, to be here talking with you today. It's a lot of fun. I'd love to do it again, and let's do some drugs and hang out at some point. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any shows coming up that you want to Best Comic in Texas, or Funniest Comic in Texas. I should learn the name Comic of it before Texas. I promote it. Uh, this, I'm, I'm on the December 8th show, yeah. and I'm at the Addison location, not the Arlington location. So hopefully you and I will actually see each other at some point because we're going to have to get pretty far down the line for that to ever be a possibility. Yeah, I'm hoping that... I, uh, I don't know if I'll pass the first. I don't honestly. I think it's low odds, but I'm, I'm, I'm just try. I'm just gonna go have fun. I'm gonna try. That's go, what go I made. Be funny. That's what I made all these flyers for. So yeah, you're you're putting up. a lot more effort into it than so, I am, bro. So I'm just know. gonna try to tell jokes. I'm gonna hand them out to. to <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hand them out to uh, coworkers and um, that place, Hempies. I can bring nice. it there. She said she'd tell people to come to my show. And you're like right here, which is cool. Yeah, I'm right here. So uh, yeah, it's not that far, and uh, I'm yeah. I'm really hoping to get people there so I can move up to the next level. That'd be dope, bro. Because the set I've been doing... You're you on this see? Wednesday? Yeah. Did you see the set that I did Friday, yesterday? Uh, no, I did not. Were you gone by then? I Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I came from another show yesterday, and I was so far down, I was like, ah, I'm just going to yeah. call it a night. Well, that's it. I've been doing that for about two weeks now, mm -hmm. and I've got it to where it's fucking pretty damn funny. Nice. So, uh... So that's what you're going to bring? That's what I'm You plan on doing, uh, four, five, six? How much time do you think you're going to do in the... Because you got four to six minutes in the first round, so I don't What? Know. Somebody said two minutes. Double check that, bro. I'm pretty sure it's four to six. Well, who was it? Uh, very, really good source. Tony, Tony, uh, Castilla said that. It was two minutes. Interesting. Like I said, double check, because if that's the case, I need to review my set as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. When I heard that two minutes, I was like... We'll both double check and see I what we find. I need to, like, I need to compact this. Yeah. I can do it. I just don't need it. Well, now There's you can not have to work on expanding yeah. it back out. Two minutes, I have to go hard. Two minutes. Two minutes is a short window. It is. You've got to you got to Especially if you're not a one-liner like me. I'm not a one-liner. I, I, yeah, we're both more conversational, more story-driven. 
Yeah, you ever hear my LSD trip uh, story? The one I did it where I, I the one you do on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still need to tune that, tweak that one out. There's still, I still don't know how to end it because I was tripping so hard. All I remember was laying in my bed with a those fucking beads, those beads. Like Mardi Gras beads? Mardi Gras uh, beads. Yeah. I was holding up my head just swirling it just so I could <laughs> so see. That's how my that's how my night ended. And then after that, I think I beat off and went to bed. <laughs> but, uh, Maybe there's a Mardi Gras joke in there or something. Topless, flashing. But I was, six, I was 16 when that happened. Right on. And what my, the hard part for me for writing that, I don't want to fabricate anything. So I don't know how oh, to get over it. that, sir. I fabricate yeah, all my yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going for the stage, man, it's like uh, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Um, uh, we did talk about. Okay. Uh, are you doing any of the showcases? Or? The butch showcase? Uh, no, I did a butch showcase, uh, butch lord showcase a while back. I uh, got the video, but I, I haven't booked a, another one of those. It was fun. Oh, I do it again. Do it again? Uh, just honestly, I've had schedule conflicts with the shows and, yeah. and other things. Yeah, I, they're I, always on Sunday. Uh, well, and like a lot of it too. Like I got invited to do several of them in October, but in October I'm much more focused on the scaring oh, yeah, than yeah, I am yeah. on the comedy. So I, I didn't take the month of October off, but I just did probably a third to half as much as I normally do, like open mic scene wise, uh, in October, just because I was, you know, scaring the pants off of people. I, uh, I'm actually doing three shows. Good, dude. In December. I'm doing uh, Fort Worth, Plano, and... Uh, All three Butch Lurge showcases? Yeah. The Plano, Plano yeah. Dallas, and, and Fort Worth? Yeah. Good for you, man. I want to take a couple flyers. But, uh... What <coughs> you with your flyers, bro? Yeah, I'm doing a... Oh, shit. I handed you all of them, and I didn't check the day on so you're um, in Dallas, December eighth, the same day. I'm in Addison on. Uh, that's interesting that there's a showcase on that day too. Yeah. So we're gonna be competing for people to come, just so you know. Oh, it's yeah. fine. When I do the showcases, I really don't talk yeah, to people. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just did it just because I have enough time. To it's do fun, it. dude. It's stage time. You get uh, video. No, but like the flyers, I just did the flyers to just have, oh. to hand them out. Um, but I really don't expect too many people to come to showcases. Looks dope. Yeah, every every makes my things, man. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, every makes all of them for me. Uh, he fucking he makes some really he funny is, ones and he's really good at it. Yeah. He's getting, he's I love the thing he did with this podcast with the Wolverine. Yeah, that was hilarious, right? So if you guys not seen the cover, the 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 advertising, the promo, um, it, it was me as Wolverine crying, and I remember that scene in X Men when he was yeah. crying over Jean Grey. <laughs> um, you know what I'm talking about, Gio? Did you see uh? The did gloves. you see it? Did you uh, see the promo to it? Oh, no, no, no. I know you're talking about the cartoon, not the promo. So. Yeah. Link, That's uh, how the promo's based off of. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, artistic uh, way he went with spelling my name. That was oh, he, he had it right the first time. <laughs> and I thought <laughs> I thought that he knew what he was talking about. And here you go, man. <laughs> Dude, what's actually really funny about that is the last night I did a show... Uh, and at a, I did a comedy show uh, I told you about, uh, yeah. wherever it was, um, Rallet. And then today I did this, and it's the first time my name's ever been misspelled on a comedy flyer, and it happened on both of them this week. Oh, both really? the same way, yeah. It happens, uh, I'm not yeah, mad about it. It's cool, dude. It knows what it happened. I think he noticed when I put it on Facebook. Because my name spelled differently than the way you wrote it? Yeah, totally. Uh, I would have noticed that, too. And he was all like, oh, <laughs> shit, I fucked it up. But I, he had it right the first time. I don't know, I don't know why he changed. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't it's know. all good, dude. Thank That's you, though. I'm always grateful ever. Oh, no, man. Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. you, man. It was, we're just roasting, man. It was a, uh, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and with that, guys, I'm going to end it right there, and we will see you soon.
Thanks uh, so anyway. much for having me, man. Appreciate it. Oh, dude, my house. Fuck yeah, man. It was very good talking to you. For real, dude. Uh, God, you got sweaty ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking couch. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Um, thanks, everybody, and thanks, Miles, for coming. And, you know, for sure we're going to do this game. I still have a lot more stuff to talk to you about. Sounds good, man. I'm in. Uh, and everybody see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Um, UG Odyssey on some of them, or, or Rudy Ramsey, whatever. Uh, and then subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and uh, Spotify. Yeah, all the places. Yeah, all the places. Ten, ten major ones. You know what's funny? Not on Podbean. You can change that. Oh shit! No, no, no! I don't want to exit. <laughs> I want to. You delete the whole damn thing. Stop. Start over. And.